0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, of podcast slash Facebook slash YouTube slash anywhere that you are watching this live edition of a joint venture between the Palish Playbook and Outdoor Chronicles. We are live, like live, live, like look, I'm waving at you live from Matagorda Outfitters here in beautiful Matagorda, Texas for the Heroes on the Water Matagorda chapter. As you can see, my... Co-host, host, co-host, host, co-host, <laughs> any of them, Joey Gremlin's right here beside me. Yep. We got a benefit going on today. We're doing a live show from out here at Matagorda Outfitters, so get out here right now. The raffle will end at 4 p.m., but get out here. There's still plenty of time to get some awesome, 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 awesome prizes. We already have <laughs> a good number of folks out here. Uh, people are getting snow cones, there's food, there's guns, there's fishing rods, there's kayaks,
1: there's anything an outdoorsman would really love out there. There's some pretty cool stuff, Joey. Yeah, for sure. Um, Not just in our raffle, but also at Matagorda Outfitters. Um, You know, I think I did a little live session earlier and I saw, or I just noticed, uh, it hit me that when I first started coming here to Matagorda Outfitters, it was mainly a fishing apparel store. Uh, But they have since then expanded I don't even know by how much percentage but this huge gigantic place now it used to be very small but now it's gigantic they do have uh, uh, rifles and pistols and ammunition and fishing lures with many many different brands rods and reels fishing apparel i'm looking at the store now tons of lids hey dudes
0: yeah this is like
1: hey dude central
0: yeah if if they make a pair of hey dudes they are on the showroom floor over here and what you guys see on the picture there to the right is just half of the showroom floor there's another whole half of the store that has all kinds of great stuff we're gonna get thomas on later they've got their own matagorda designed gear that says gorda matagorda outfitters yeah and it is it's really cool and i want to talk to him a little bit later about who designs it how they come up with their designs because i know that there's a ton of people who want to get into the outdoor space as far as apparel is concerned and i want to talk to him about how they do it because they have so many brands here but honestly some of the coolest stuff they have at matagorda outfitters is their gorda gear yeah
1: yeah, I really like, and I I think they do have a design team, and I'm interested to hear what Thomas says when he comes on here.
0: Let's check out the comments. We got a few comments already. Oh, okay. Here on the live, see what everybody has so, to
1: say. So people are watching and listening.
0: Yeah, really? Yeah, my man T Rail says, "Sup, dudes." <laughs> my man Steve says, "Howdy," and I'll let you pronounce that middle one,
1: uh, "Fidencio Romano." There you go. See, I knew you could roll your Rs. <laughs> I can't roll my Rs like that. Yeah, so this broadcast, I believe, is going out uh, via Facebook on the Outdoor Chronicles podcast, on the Heroes on the Water Matagorda chapter uh, Facebook page, as well as the um, Paddle Playbook. Playbook. Yep, yep. Good. Getting the word out.
0: Guys, share this. Uh, get it out there to everyone that you can. We want to raise some money today. They're raising money to try to get some pedal drives. Yeah, um, that's the main goal of this this
1: benefit, correct? Yeah, and those pedal drives are not cheap, um, but we want to provide those veterans and first responders uh, who maybe uh, paddling is very difficult for them because maybe they had multiple shoulder uh, injuries and surgeries and things of that nature, and we don't want that to hold them back from getting on the water and uh, being able to experience our motto, paddle, fish, and heal. So. Yeah, we're, we're wanting to get a couple pedal kayaks, uh as well as some other things, but those are the two big ticket items. Yeah, and
0: tickets are only $20, so come up here, get you some tickets to, I mean, the great stuff that I want to win, the stuff that I want to win is that AR and that new canoe. That's what's really... Yeah. That's what's getting my money today is I want to win that.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, that's everybody's asking, can I write on the raffle ticket? It goes for the AR, A-R only?
0: <laughs> just the AR money. I want the AR money.
1: Yeah. And just a quick shout out. I've tried to do this as, as much as I can in the last two, three weeks when we asked, you know, all of these various vendors and companies, would you please donate an item, uh, you know, for this particular raffle? And we told them what it was for, you know, for our, giving back to our heroes, right? and then immediately just so many people jumped out. Uh, now, there, we're not going to run through the entire list of 24 different individuals who listed stuff, but I do want to mention Or Tactical that's located in Needville. They donated the AR10. I I believe Matt was going in there to ask if they'd donate a box of ammo and they said, "Well, how about an AR10?" Yeah, that <laughs> uh, I'll take that. That's a fair trade. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. Uh so Matt Matt Houston was he he, he played a large part in going to various companies, and so did Vicky Miller. Uh, Vicki Miller is with Remax Opportunities in Needville. Uh, Vicky played a huge role in, in reaching out to these companies, but you mentioned the new canoe Frontier 12. We can't not mention uh, Mariner Sales because they donated that new canoe Frontier 12, and it doesn't just have one 360 swivel seat. It's a tandem. It has two 360 swivel seats, so someone's going to really like that kayak, uh, whoever gets it.
0: It's, it's going to be really good, especially if you have a, a younger kid that wants to go out with you. Those frontiers are great for putting a, a kid on the front. They're nice and wide. You have the two seats there. I'm a New Canoe fan. You know, I run the New Canoe Unlimited as my as my rig. And I'm, I'm a little sad, Joey. I, I had to say goodbye to probably my favorite kayak for the marsh that I've ever had last night. Why is that? I got rid of my pdl i got rid of my big water 132 pdl last night um because the new canoe is so versatile Mm -hmm. with the motor on it and i'm been so spoiled with that motor um, i've decided next year i'm not going to do any tournaments that don't allow a motor Mm, okay so i had that it's it's sitting there oh lord i don't think i'm going to use it anymore um, so we'll, we'll, I, I sold it last night. I traded it for some stuff. I'm feeling some kind of way about it. <laughs> we'll, we'll Sellers remorse. Th- not remorse yet. I just, I really love that kayak. I really did. I liked, I liked that kayak a lot. Yeah. So I, I'm feeling some kind of way today.
1: Well, you know what they say? Well, the
0: only, the only <laughs> thing that makes me not feel like Really, really remorseful was it was uh it's a new kayaker. Mm-hmm. He bought it for him to have because he bought a different color one for his son. Okay. And he sent me a message today and he's already out with his son fishing Oh now. nice. Like he picked it up last night at 8 30 yeah. and this morning he was in Christmas Bay fishing. Nice. So he's he's ready to go and he's really, really excited about it. So I was happy about that. I was happy I could get someone else out on the water. Yeah.
1: Well, good.
0: Um, I still need to get out and do some more fishing Yeah uh, From the kayak I went out last week Or actually on Thursday I took a day off of work I've been looking for a reason to take off of work And Matt from the Empty Stringers podcast mm-hmm. Was like hey man I had a cancellation Do you want to go out on the skiff And as soon as someone says hey do you want to go out on the skiff It's hard to say no right. it, Like I'm sure I'll take a day off of work to go fishing <laughs> <laughs> is that, that, that you're going to pull me around and all I got to do is stand my fat butt right there on the front <laughs> of the skiff and catch redfish. Yeah, let's do it. How'd y'all do? So it was we had a really good day. We I think we put eight or nine redfish in the boat. I can't oh. remember um exactly. Well, one of them we didn't even catch on the boat. <laughs> we uh there's this long long it's an old oil road that separates two lakes. And it was about 9 o'clock, and the breakfast kolache and the energy drink, everything got to swirling in there. And it was time that I was like, hey, man, can you pull me up to this island? Because I got to go to the bathroom. So we pull up to this island. Are we
1: about to go from G no, no, to PG? No, 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 no. To Okay. All right. No, I'm no, just, no. just curious on the rating there. So
0: we had just we had just caught a school from one side of this little, little island. And we caught one out of the school. So we pull up to the island. I get the toilet paper. I jump out of the boat. I walk a little bit down. He's about to turn around so he can pull the other way. And I'm like, hey, there's a school coming up the shoreline on the other side of this island. So drop the toilet paper. I grab my rod because I mean, I've still got a little bit of time. Priorities. Yeah. I drop the pole. I'm not joking. Those fish had no clue that we were there. There's probably, I mean, I'm sure there's people that have used that strip of Mm -hmm. land before, Mm -hmm. but I could have walked up and grabbed one of them, but I just, they came right up to me within five foot of me. And all I did was pitch my lure right out in front of them and pick one out of the school. It it was, it was pretty cool. We, we just stopped for a restroom break and school came literally right to us. I mean,
1: how often does that happen?
0: Not often. Yeah. I'm guessing. I've I've never just, hey, I got to go to the bathroom. Here comes a school <laughs> of redfish right to me. Never had it happen, so that was the first time for me. And I've been out fishing a, a whole, whole lot. So it was fun. Yeah. I liked it a
1: lot. Yeah. Uh, the, the most that I, I mean, I typically get out now via Heroes on the Water. Uh, we have events once a month. And, um, you know, speaking of Heroes on the Water, during this broadcast, we wanted to bring in uh, some of the other volunteers, so you guys don't always just get my perspective of Heroes on the Water events. So I think we can go ahead and bring in. No, we left the adapters. So we only have two adapters. So, yep. So uh, I'll introduce you. Um, this is J.R. Woolley, uh, Justice of the Peace in Waller County. Is that correct? That is correct. And uh, Heroes on the Water volunteer. So you come down from where, Waller County. You come down each time for an event to volunteer. And, uh, just want to get your perspective on, you know, how you, number one, how you heard about heroes on the water. Cause some people don't even know about, you know, our chapter and also want to get your perspective on the events and the things that you've witnessed and what it means to you to be able to volunteer and give back.
3: Well, I heard about it through the podcast. One of the initial podcasts, okay. um, friend of mine, Brian Bionni, who's also a volunteer. Um, uh, we were... Staying at a house across from the boat launch or the kayak launch there, and oh, I remember this. We had been hearing about it. You actually talked about it on one of the podcasts (laughs) afterwards, and uh, and we just showed up. Didn't know we had to sign up for it in advance or anything. (laughs) We just rolled our kayaks across the street, and and uh, that's how we got involved. I think that was actually the first first or second event y'all did.
0: Did you just pull up and say, "Hey guys, we got kayaks too. Can we just just go with you? Is it okay?" We we just
3: showed up, and they're like, "Are y'all?" they, I think they thought we were going to just launch our, you know, we were yeah. just there to fish ourselves yeah. and yep. we're like, no, we're here for no, the we're here for y'all. Those yeah. and you first responder
1: event. So yeah. I vividly remember you and Brian walking up I said, Hey, I'm Joey Gremlin. Nice to meet you. I said, are you guys here uh, for the heroes on the water event? Or, you know, cause we, we want to stay out of y'all's way. If you're not, you're like, no, we're here for heroes on the water. I was like, okay. And then, you know, we exchanged names and I said, you know, how was your commute? And then you turned around and you looked at the house you were coming from, and you said it wasn't bad. It's that house right there. <laughs> yep,
3: yep. That's exactly how that went went down. And we've been both of us have been pretty active in participants yeah. ever since. And you know, I'm a I'm an Air Force veteran. Um I come from a line of military. Actually i give my son a plug here. Um yeah. my son is finishing his second week at Navy boot camp. Um so he is my, my grandfather was in the army. My dad was a Marine. I was in the Air Force. and Now my son's in the Navy. So we have four branches and four generations, which I think is a pretty cool thing. That's that pretty is. awesome. Yeah. Uh, and I'm also a former peace officer, paramedic, and firefighter. So kind of kind of hit all of them for me. But um, it it definitely is something that's that's become near and dear to my heart. And I really enjoy this organization. And I think it's something that it has helped me personally. Yeah. Um. A few times. And, and so I know it helps others too. And you know, I think one of the really really cool things yeah we take veterans out kayak fishing but sometimes it's not even fishing
0: mm-hmm.
3: you know I can I can remember one uh, I had a a female veteran out with me and there was these there was a school of eight ten inch redfish and they were there was a little dump there and they were just feeding on everything that was coming out and I'm like you you can try to catch one if you want, but it's going to be tiny. Yeah. Or you can just sit there and watch it. She's like, I just want to watch it. This is so cool. <laughs> and she sat there for probably 30 minutes watching these redfish just go up and just tear it. stuff yeah, up. Yeah. Yep. They were little, but it was, a, it was a pretty neat pretty neat experience for her to watch it. She loved it. She didn't, she didn't even fish for probably an hour just watching them, you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I have heard of situations and know of times when people have gone out. And before we launched, they said... Um, do you mind if, like, I don't even take rod and reels, if I just go out there and just chill? we said, absolutely. You do you. Whatever makes you happy, that's what this whole organization's here for. People have even said, hey, can I anchor up to your kayak, to their fishing guide? And they said, because I'd like to kick back and take a little 30-minute nap out on the water. It was so peaceful that day. No wind. Just relaxing. It was a nice, cool uh, morning, uh, which was I think happens one time for our chapter each year, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, people are able to get out there and paddle, fish, heal. They can relax, rehabilitate. Um, so you're a volunteer. You, you came out, I think, initially as a participant, and then you immediately went into volunteer mode. What? Why did you do that?
3: I'm pretty sure you didn't give me a choice. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you have experience <laughs> you're a volunteer now yeah, and
3: actually i don't remember no if you remember we fished lake woodland we did
0: i was going to mention that in a second i was going to say you know it's a the the fishing community is such a small it's a small community but it's a big community yep. so you are going to end up running into people that you know especially good people that are involved in organizations like this people that want to get out and give back you're going to run into the same group of people and i was gonna say me and you met on lake woodlands fishing a little tournament and then last year at this same benefit we talked a little bit so the fishing world is big but it's also small yep
1: yeah yep we have some comments here uh, on the broadcast um pedencio romano said thanks for not destroying my name (laughs) thank you very much Uh, i would have destroyed it so i'm (laughs) glad that he said it yep uh camille knoll is asking um who's fishing the jim dolan tournament uh that's that's a heroes on the water tournament uh and and she also provided the link there to register it's heroesonthewater.org 2023 tournament thanks thanks for offering that up camille and camille i don't know if you know but i have your uh tablecloth It's right here we're using it so i found it i, I was supposed to get back to you sorry camille it's a nice tablecloth though yeah thank you we we appreciate it camille uh joey you want to
0: throw up the um link for if they want to purchase tickets online for the raffle you guys can find those in the comments and i just wanted to say i plan on being at the next two events i really really want to be at the next two events and i know you were talking about you had someone who was just watching the red fish and they were just feeding and everything and joey you were talking about people who want to take naps and and sit there and just relax please set me up with someone who is very mad at the fish because I, I don't know if I can sit back and wait. I'm going to be like, all right, we got to throw.
1: Come on, let's get it, let's get it, let's get it. I, I don't know. I want someone mad at the redfish. Yeah, and, and we try to do that. We actually There is some thought that goes into, you know, because who's going with who. Who's and... going with who. Um, sometimes we've had participants, a veteran, eight-year Army veteran, he went out with one particular fishing guide. We'll say like John Picker one time, he said, is there any chance I can be signed up with him again? just because we had a good time on the water. Conversation was great. And yeah, um, just to elaborate on our uh, our uh, monthly events that we have in Matagorda, when you get there, you're typically w- greeted with a warm welcome, handshake, and how you doing? An introduction. And then you're in- immediately introduced to your fishing guide. And that fishing guide is typically a seasoned person who has kayak fish for many years. And they're some of them are veterans and some of them are civilians and they just want to give back to the veterans and that's that's really good to see
0: yeah and i uh i just I, I like i like to give back but i want them to catch fish like i want to go out and let's let's go catch fish we can paddle around and i'll i'll teach you everything but i'm uh i'm in the paddle catch fish heal let's let's do that Well, i'll tell you drew
3: most of most of the people who are going out want to
2: go
0: fishing yeah yeah
3: it's 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 a one-off for the people who don't want to but it's uh generally most everyone is coming ready to go fishing so
0: yeah and it's there's different things like i'm getting to the point now where i've caught enough redfish and i think me and joey talked, or maybe me and besnick talked about this like there's this progression i think that a lot of people go through They start off kayak fishing and then it'll morph into like, all right, now I need to catch redfish on the fly from a kayak. And then it'll morph into, okay, now I need to get a camera and take some really cool pictures of redfish tailing from a kayak. And then it morphs into, well, maybe I could be a guide. Like maybe I can do that. So I'm at the point where I really enjoy taking pictures of people catching fish. Like that's where I'm at. And I think... Taking someone out and getting some really great pictures, that's that's my goal. If I go fishing with somebody, my whole goal for the trip is first got to catch fish for this to happen. But I want to take a picture that you put as your new profile picture mm-hmm. on your social media. Like, whenever I send it to you, I want you to put it as that.
3: And I think that's one thing that I do when I'm out fishing with somebody guiding. Um, a lot of times I don't even fish. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm helping them and, and and trying to get them because a lot of these people, this is – some of them's their first time ever even fishing. Yeah, you know they've never never been on a kayak, yeah. never even fished before. So, just giving that experience to them and and, and watching them enjoy it is something that is is just uh, it it makes me feel good. Yeah, doing it. You know. Yeah, yeah. But, uh,
0: and when I say I, I want somebody mad at the fish, like, oh, I, I want them to catch the fish. <laughs> I don't have to catch the fish right. anymore, but I'll be so frustrated if there's tailored and fish. And they're just like, I want to watch them. No, no, <laughs> throw out in front of them. Let's catch one and get a, get a good pick.
1: So just a quick time check. We're coming up on 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. We are going to end the raffle sales at 4 p.m., and then we will begin drawing winners so if you have not gotten a raffle ticket yet they're only 20 bucks a piece Uh, in the chat here i put out uh, instructions on how to purchase a raffle ticket if you can't come by matagorda outfitters today they're only twenty bucks a raffle ticket you purchase by donating in 20 min 20 increments to a website that i posted there that goes straight to our heroes on the water chapter so it's not like you're buying the raffle ticket for 20 bucks and then later it has to transfer over. That's going straight into our chapters account. After you do that, you'll get an email receipt. All I gotta do is send that email receipt to me, JoeyGremlin at gmail.com. And then your name gets written down and hopefully we will be pulling your name, uh, about four 15, So you can get an AR 10 or a new canoe frontier 12 or a custom rod made my made by None other than Drew with Turner Rods. Yes, sir. It looks it looks good out there too. I gotta go I haven't I gotta, seen say, it yet. I gotta go look at it's it. It's
0: got snake skin on like it's it's a it's definitely a I don't wanna say showstopper, but it's definitely something that catches people eye catches people's eye it's yeah. got real snake skin on the butt it's got the paddlefish heel matagorda chapter on it. Nice. it it's a pretty it's a pretty cool rug
3: well, i will tell you my wife likes the color too she's, a, she's oh yeah about that.
0: i don't know what color that is though it says it's seafoam but to me that's not really see it's like a light 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 seafoam yeah well she likes it and then it's got uh, a yeah. kind of tan and red accents on there
1: give it a little pop yep so um yeah, tell us about a few of your experiences, though, uh, that you've seen out on the water. I mean, I know there was one one of the first few times that you came out. You and, you were with Brian, I believe, and you caught a huge speckled trout, and I just happened to be in the right place at the right time, and I was able to capture that and put it on a YouTube video. That was that was a gorgeous fish.
3: It was, and that was uh, It was actually shortly after the freeze. Yeah. I um, had the big fish kill here, and hmm. tell the story, it was a 25-and-a-half-inch trout
0: that's a nice trout it
3: was it was and especially right after the yeah freeze, so i was i was very happy but i was i laughed because i i grew up in north carolina so i was a bass fisherman for forever i, I only in store it started inshore fishing probably 15 20 years ago when i was down moved down here um so this this big trout hit a uh i think i was fishing a paddle tail and coming back and he hits it she hit it and she came up and her mouth shook in the water like a bass and it was white you know, and usually the trout have the yellow, mice, yeah. but it's solid white. And I'm like, what is a bass doing in East Matagorda Bay? <laughs> That's and then little, I realized the it's a little, <laughs>
0: little high for bass down here. But
3: yeah, it was a, it was a beautiful fish and it was a, I'm, I'm glad you caught that on video. It's pretty, pretty cool. And it's uh, it actually hangs in my, my place here. So the first picture you see when you walk in the front door is, is that picture on the wall. Nice.
0: Yeah, man. So what, what, what kayak are you running?
3: I have a native titan 12.
0: okay so i saw a a question earlier a gentleman and and guys we love fishing we love kayaking we love heroes on the water we saw some question a question earlier about an upgrade for a bigger guy and me and jr aren't small guys now joey's a little bit smaller than us but this guy's asking you know he's gonna upgrade he's 6'2 190 He's got a Tempest 120 and wants to, wants to upgrade. What do you guys recommend? And you were just saying you're running the Titan, which that's a that's a good big boy kayak. That is
3: a one-man bass boat.
0: Yeah, it, it's, it's a big boat. The only downfall of the Titan is it's just a little heavy. It is. Loading and unloading. As long as you have a good friend to help you that's unload true. and load that. I mean, same with the PA. PA yeah. is a great boat. Tons of storage. Um, it's great for bigger guys. But It's 100, 120 pounds, 140 pounds once you get everything on there. So getting it loaded and unloaded is a big thing. And I hate to give recommendations without knowing more than just your height and weight because depending on how you're going to store it and how you're going to transport it, if you got a trailer and where you fish is launching at boat ramps, it don't matter how heavy it is. You can get an autopilot at 140. 2040 pounds fully rigged out with batteries and everything and be able to launch it. Yep. But if you're doing a combat launch, you may want to get something a little lighter. If you're, if you're throwing it on top of the, of the vehicle,
3: my recommendation would be get with, get with some of the local kayak shops. I know Austin canoe and kayak is, is no longer open there in the woodlands, but um, getting with them. A lot of them do demo days and, and going out to those demo days and just trying the different things that they have to offer. Even if you're not wanting to buy what they have, if you, you, you can get in a wider kayak and see if that stability is something that you like, you know, kind of what, what, what you like of the different kayaks yep. they have and how it handles for you. And then going from there, um, I love my native Titan. And just like you said, like I'll, i I've gone to Fayette County Lake by myself and put it out on the boat launch, just like it's a boat yep. and it's, and it's, it's very simple. Um, but even here, I mean, there's even for those bigger ones, the, the wheels and things that you can get for it that can make them a little bit easier, but. Um, and then of course the other thing is the budget yeah you know because you can you can you can get into a <laughs> pretty uh pretty expensive on kayak so there's there's a lot of variables um, and I would just suggest going to the kayak shops and and seeing when their demo days are and trying out different ones
0: yeah if you want to get up and you want to try out almost every kayak that's out there head up to Mariner sales in Dallas. absolutely that is worth the drive to go to their demos and I believe they have a demo day coming up. I don't want to lie to you guys and tell you, but I think it's September 16th. It may be the 23rd. Just check out Mariner Sales. But there's also a couple shops here in uh, the Houston area, Finn Factories up there on the north side of Houston. Um, You've got No Bad Days, which is over towards Austin. Those are two other good outfitters. But I would recommend heading up to Mariner Sales. It is worth the drive. They have everything in stock. They're going to have all your colors. So if you want a certain kayak if they don't have it they will get it and they will get it quickly now for him just looking at the 62190 you guys heard me talking earlier about the the kayak that i i got rid of last night actually i'm kind of sad about it um the big water uh pdl is also a great one it's a great marsh boat because it paddles really well so when you have to pull that drive up and you actually have to paddle it paddles really really well whenever you're in a foot or less of water and i really love that boat for standing up and stalking redfish it pulls really easily just just the way the hole is shaped. it cuts through the water it doesn't have the most storage in the world so if you're a guy that takes everything and the kitchen sink and the bathroom sink and the toilet and the bathtub (laughs) it's not for you but if you're kind of a minimalist, it's going to be perfect. That kind of
1: that kind of describes the kayak that I'm in now. Uh, Sandy and I purchased some Hobie, the Hobie Mirage Links, mm. and it is for the minimalist. There, yep. there is there are no, uh, you know, dry storage, uh, you know, what do you call it? Little hatches. hatches. There's no hatches, any of that. And I I'm kind of a minimalist too, so I basically have one milk crate. Everything goes in that one milk crate. And then I put the things that I use all the time, like my fish grips and my measuring board right under my seat where they're readily available. But what you were describing is exactly my Hobie uh, Mirage Lynx. And I love it. It's super light. It is like 45 pounds with nothing in it. So I'm able to lift it over my head and put it on top of my Jeep, both me and Sandy's, uh, or Sandy and I, both of our kayaks. So yeah, it's it's light and it's for the minimalist. But I, you do you are not a minimalist when it comes. Well, I'm to getting fishing. there and
0: I was, Well, he said he was a bass guy, so that already <laughs> tells me he's got 27 rods and 42 plano boxes. I, you know,
3: I, that is exactly how I used to do it. But I'm definitely. I think you were talking about progression. And I think that's one of those progressions too. And it's coming down here and kayak fishing the marshes and the back lakes and things. I'd never done that before. Yeah, and, and so I'm. I was taking everything because I didn't know what I was looking at, what I was going to do and how, how to fish those areas. And, and the more I learn and the more I understand the fish and the inshore fishing, the less i had been taking, yeah. you know, and I think that's a progression, but I, I want a little clarification on what Joey said, because he said the things he uses all the time, like his fish grip and his net, but is that something you actually use all the time or something you just wish you used all the
1: time? I do use it and I have the videos to prove it. Hold on, friend. hold on, hold on. There we go. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, I, and I I don't say this just to draw people to Matagorda Outfitters or Matagorda East Bay. I typically catch fish in East Matagorda Bay. I can, I've probably been well over 50 times to East Matagorda Bay, probably over a hundred, given the Heroes on the Water events. And typically at those events, sometimes I will fish, sometimes I won't. But I can probably count on one hand how many times I've gotten skunked, absolutely skunked with no keepers um but i typically catch fish uh in east matagorda bay and i and i do essentially the same thing every time i'm kind of a boring guy i use the voodoo mambo a little procure shrimp scent on there i use the same rod and reel i take a backup but that i have my thing and i stick to it and when i first got into fishing not to plug camille's husband's podcast the bite me podcast but you know I start when I started get, getting into kayak fishing, they were just talking about fishing in general. How do you become a good fisherman? It was pick one area, learn that area, look at the Google Maps images and study that area and fish it and start there and just stay there and fish it, fish it, fish it. Versus just going to all these different places, learn what the water does, learn the various places, you know, what, where your oyster shells are built up and learn how to fish that particular area and then expand if you want to. And that's, that's what i did
0: yeah and it expand to places that set up like the place that you really really learned yeah and then go fishing with buddies that fish other places and try to learn those um it takes time on the water like nothing beats time on the water as far as catching fish is concerned but one thing that we are very very spoiled here on the texas gulf coast We are very, very spoiled. If if you look at you know some of the regulations that are coming to Louisiana right now, uh, they're dropping down some regulations for redfish, trout, flounder because they're seeing some of their uh, resources depleted there. Um, I mean, sure, I'm you being from North Carolina, like North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, that whole area right there, the redfish population and the flounder population, like it's just not the same as the Texas population for these in Florida, Jesus Christ, don't get me started on what's going on in Florida. What well, we have to, we have to thank the CCA and what CCA is doing with their hatchling programs and how many fish they actually release into our bays to keep the fisheries where they're at. And East Matagorda is a great example of that, even with the fish kills and everything that's been going on with the freezes and everything like that, it's still healthy populations of trout, redfish, flounder, all the game fish. And we're, we're spoiled. Sorry to everyone that's listening from other places. Like I love being spoiled. I'm okay with it, but we also have to thank CCA a lot for that.
3: Well, and I think parks and wildlife as well. You know, yesterday, um, it's the, the limits for South of 457 sunset and our trout is back to 15 to 25 here and back to the five limit and that was from the freeze and the fish kill and parks and wildlife stepped in and said, Hey, we need to do something here. And I know there was a lot of concern that that was never going to go away. You know, there's Mm -hmm. a lot of, a lot of people say when parks and wildlife does something, it's, it's there forever. And I think them lifting it, although I, I will personally say, I think it might be lifted a little bit too early. Mm -hmm. I think we probably could use a little bit longer of that, um, they do. They they're monitoring it as well and they're making sure that we do have that fishery that our kids and our grandkids are going to be able to fish just like we've yeah. been fishing it. So yeah. and CCA they, is is great and and so is Parks and Wildlife as far as keeping those resources here for us.
0: I'm glad I'm glad they're here. I I don't keep fish very often, but I like being able to go out, catch some quality fish, keep them, have a fish fry every now and then or a nice, you know, stuffed flounder dinner every now and then or some redfish on the half shell. And I'm glad that we have those type of resources available to us here in the state of Texas.
1: So I was just wanting to show, uh, how do I show drew? I just want to show the shop because there are tons of people there. I I just want to go full screen with the shop.
0: Well, go back to the, go back to the one we were just on
1: right here. Nope. Nope. Keep going. Okay. Right here.
0: Yep. Now grab, grab the shop and pull it over. Just grab it. it and pull it over.
1: Okay. Bam! all right there we go look at all the people and they're that door keeps opening and closing there's a lot of people coming out here today yeah it's awesome it's good really good turnout
0: this is of course Labor Day weekend I mean you didn't plan it to be Labor Day weekend because of the traffic that was going to come through here
1: no way I'm not (laughs) (laughs) but uh you know we we really want to thank uh we'll thank him in person when he gets here but you know Matagord Outfitters last year we did this and it was such a huge success to have this Heroes on the Water Matagorda chapter benefit, hosted by Matagorda Outfitters, a fishing apparel store, plus a ton more uh, rods, reels, ammo, guns, hats. Uh, hey dudes! But he he graciously um, has said, let's do it at my shop. He said we'll have a lot of folks who would like to uh, enter for some raffle items and give back to the heroes because you know at the end of the day, what's happening here? We're hanging out in Matagorda. It's a lot of fun. Or thankfully, good weather. It's not blazingly hot today. It is hot, but it's not blazingly hot today. We've got some cloud cover to reduce the temperatures a little bit, but we're raising funds for our heroes, for our veterans, first responders, and their family members uh, to be able to put them in the best possible kayaks so they can have the most enjoyable experience while kayak fishing down here in Matagorda. And that's what we do. Once a month, we host events. Lord willing, if the weather's good, we host events once a month and we take out these veterans, first responders, and their family members so they can paddle, fish, and heal. And our current objective and goal for this particular benefit is to buy some pedal kayaks. Sometimes there's going to be some veterans and first responders who their shoulders are not what they used to be, and so paddling may be difficult for them, but we don't want that to keep them uh, from getting on the water. So we're going to invest in some pedal kayaks, and those things aren't cheap, so we're having this benefit so we can raise those funds so those guys who can't paddle They'll be able to get out there on the water and pedal fish it's going to be a good time
0: i can't wait to see the the i can't wait to see after this benefit how much money you guys raised this year because i know last year it was a very successful a very successful benefit and i believe you guys got the trailer last year
1: yeah so we we got a utility trailer um last year after the benefit we got a utility trailer I think we got 15 brand new Penn Fierce three, rod and reels. Uh, I think we upgraded many of our uh, nets and other various little items that we needed uh, for our events. And we got a generator for our um, for our utility trailer because when we set up in the morning at each of our events, I mean it's it's black, it is dark, it is you can't see. And running around with headlamps is, will work, but we bought a generator and some big. Uh, honking lights that light up everything like it's the middle of the day that really helps us logistically uh, to set up because when when our veterans and first responders show up for our events all of the kayaks are already laid out they don't come and it's you know like uh, mass hysteria we have a really great team uh, that helps the logistics flow really well for every single event so when if you're a vet and you come out to our event you, you're welcomed, like I said earlier, but all 15 kayaks are laid out. There's a life jacket in each kayak. There's a milk crate in each kayak, and there's uh, fishing rod and reels ready to go. I mean, so we are ready when they get there.
0: You guys don't have random guys with beards just walking across the street with their kayaks anymore? <laughs> just, that doesn't happen anymore?
1: Not anymore. You guys no, look too that was official
0: now. Yeah, that was they a look a too official. <laughs> they look official now that they yeah, have everything they set up. They expect us
3: to be there now setting them up. Yeah, so. there you go.
0: There you go. Now, you were talking earlier uh, about being a little bit of a minimalist, and you said you were taking a whole lot of gear. What is a whole lot of gear to you? Like how many how many Plano boxes are you taking with you?
1: What is the number? I'm curious because I can't believe I saw you open up your – I believe it's a storage. I take a,
0: two. I take two 3,600 – no, two 3, Plano boxes. One has all my terminal tackle, and then one has uh, all my hard baits. And the rest of the time, I just have a little pack that has all my soft plastics, my gulps, and all that good stuff. So,
3: when I started kayak fishing down here, um, I had I took DeWalt DeWalt toolboxes, the stacking toolboxes, yeah. And the big, the bigger one will hold the 3700s, and I had four or five of those, four or five of those in there, um, and then a first aid kit in the bottom, and then the top, the shorter one was full of plastics,
0: okay. So, that's not bad. Four, four, or five, and then soft plastics. Whenever you started, when I, yeah.
3: And now I'm down to just—I have a, like a little, a little tote from the dollar store. That I just throw some of the stuff that I know I'm going to use—the terminal tackle and the, and the plastics and a couple lures and stuff. So
0: I'll get—I'll give this advice to people. I was talking to Matt from the Empty Stringers show. Whenever we were out there fishing, we were talking about how much stuff we carry, and he's kind of a minimalist too. And we were talking, and he's like, "Man." You know i don't carry that much stuff and i was like yeah me either i only catch stuff that i've caught fish on like i don't have anything in my tackle box that i have not caught a fish on that's why i carried so much drew (laughs) because you've caught a fish on everything there you go (laughs) but i don't go to the store and buy a bait that i've never used something similar and caught a fish on because a lot of those baits are just made to catch fishermen and after you've been fishing for You know i would say five or six years you should have a good idea of what works for you and what you like you do not have to go to the store and buy something like every single time you don't have to buy a new lure just buy the stuff that works for you if you've caught a fish on it buy a second one and and use that you you don't have to buy every gimmicky bait out there in every single color because i guarantee you if you if you're going after redfish this pat we caught like eight or nine the other day. He was using a Texas roach. I was using like a chicken on a chain and a white and a chartreuse and a purple and chartreuse. Whatever I grabbed first out of my little tub of gulps yep. is what I use. And the redfish didn't care. They were they were hitting whatever was in front of them. It it, it didn't that's, matter.
3: That's right. That that's very accurate. And I think that one thing that I I do still play with a little bit, like you said, you, you get something you like and you know and you can knowing how to use it, I think is important, knowing exactly what you're doing. And then maybe changing that color up because of the color of the water or the yep. area you're fishing. Um, so then that's what I have now is paddle tails of different colors, yeah. you know, sim- similar enough. There are sometimes even, you know, I'll, I'll take some pearl ones and then like a, a, what's the, I don't know, the black flake with the chartreuse tail, the red, fl- black. Oh yeah, the Texas fl- fl- Rope. Oh, Morning, Morning Glory. okay Morning Glory. Um, Texas roach is good that that's always worked pretty well for me as well. Um, but taking a few different colors of that, just, just to see what, what they do. And then if I get into some flounder, of course, the white usually attracts those flounder a little bit better than the darker colors for some reason. So
0: I usually, I, I have a dark and a light. That's it. If the water's dirty, I'll throw the dark. If the water's clear, I'll throw a light and it's either pearl and chartreuse or, you know the morning glory or there is
3: something about those chartreuse tails
0: i don't know what it is Uh, but there ain't nothing out there swimming in the bay that's chartreuse like there there's nothing that has a tail like that in the bay you can find some offshore uh you can find some fish with really really chartreuse tails but a mullet does not have any speck of chartreuse a croaker does not have any chartreuse A mud minnow a shrimp none of them have anything chartreuse on it but I think it's just the the difference. Fish have got to see chartreuse differently than than other colors. There is something about because it. that it's got to be because there's nothing natural that's that color. No, nothing at all.
3: Nope. I will say one of the th- one of the other things that I do that I like is a, a voodoo shrimp under a popping cork. Yep. Um, my wife loves live shrimp. That's what she wants to fish with when we go fishing. Um, but I, I'm when I go out on my kayak, I'll have a rod with a popping cork and a voodoo shrimp. And I always thought that sometimes about the voodoo shrimp was some of these colors are like, they're weird. And then I think it was last summer we had got some live shrimp, and I pulled a few of them out, and I'm like, wow, this shrimp's tail really is purple. Mm-hmm. They'll have uh, that so kind was, of it,
0: translucent. Yeah, it was. Purple-y.
3: It was neat to see yeah. how how similar some of those shrimp were to some of the voodoo shrimp colors. Um, and, but I'm with you. Like, I what, what's chartreuse out there? I've never. I mean, we had all different colored shrimp in that bucket that day, but there was no chartreuse in there. Mm -mm. I've never seen
0: anything with red and purple flake on it. (laughs) Like, born in glory. I've never seen that. But it works. It works all the time. What the, The thing that gets me the most about baits that catch fishermen is, like, how detailed some of these topwaters are, especially when it comes to frogs on the bass side. There's frogs that are, like, realistic... The fish are not seeing anything but the belly of that frog. It's either a white belly or a black belly or a brown belly sometimes. Like, they're not seeing – the fish cannot see, like, the frog hairs coming off the top of that top the water. Pu-
3: the pupils in the frog's eye actually yeah. – tra- you can see translucent in yeah,
0: it. Yeah, that's great. That's the fish ain't seeing that. Not yeah. at all. I mean, they're – like, I've seen them just come up and – you know, hit breadcrumbs. Like they, they do not care what color the top of that frog is. Same thing with some of these really, really realistic um, top waters and things like that. It's to me, it's just
1: whatever color the belly is. If you got a dark belly, a light belly, or a shiny belly, yep. they're going to come up and hit it. So, Andrew uh, left a comment in here. Andrew Keen, he's one of our volunteers. He was not able to make it today. He said, I stick to various colors of wedge tails, but first fish I caught on shrimp. Was with this chapter. Oh, isn't that cool? Uh, Brian pit Brian uh, chimed in. I think he was responding to the amount of gear that JR That's... takes. He says the correct answer is enough to require <laughs> enough to require a four-man pit crew. <laughs>
0: that sounds about right. I know a few people that are like that. That you just got to have 12, 12 people. And the ones that the the worst thing is someone who takes that much stuff and they're also trying to get a lot of uh, GoPro footage and they got four cameras to set up as well and they look like Sputnik going going away now I do have a camera and then I have my action hat and I have a camera on my hat but generally it takes me about maybe five minutes to get the boat off the truck and get everything on it and ready to launch I fish with some people it's like 25 minutes for them to get everything set up on their boats. And I'm just like, come on, man. But the great thing about heroes on the water, if you come to one of their events, everything's already set up for you and all you got to do is show up and you don't have to worry about somebody setting up for 30, 45 minutes. You're waiting on them to launch.
3: Yeah. They, they get to come over, put on their life jacket, get in a kayak and go. And when they get back,
1: they take their life jacket off they go eat lunch and
3: We take care of everything else
1: yep drew do you know how many lures we've had to purchase in the last or actually this chapter will will hit three years this october so for three years do you know how many lures and soft plastics we we've had to purchase i'm gonna guess none zero you've had them donated zero and they've all been donated from egret baits and voodoo uh so huge shout out to ken shamont and jamie burnett is it burnett you spoke with jamie at the fishing show didn't you i did okay I believe that's correct but i'm not 100 and i don't guys i don't even ask them anymore i asked them one time they found out about our chapter and they were all in and since then jamie reaches out to me about every three months and says how's your supply they want to take care of us because they know it's all for veterans and first responders and their family members
0: Yeah, in those uh wedge tails that's a really good bait for first-time fishermen because literally, you you don't have to work it. Like, you don't have to work it crazy. You can just throw it out and reel it back. Really, yep. Throw it out and reel it back. I always recommend baits like that to folks who just started fishing. They want to get into some saltwater fishing. Stuff like a wedge tail. Things like a weight bait. Stuff that you can just throw out there as far as you can and reel it back in. And, and just wait for a strike. You don't have to have a certain cadence. You don't have to rip it every once in a while just throw it out there reel it back in and the wedge tails are great for that same thing on a popping cork with the with oh, the voodoo
3: shrimp that's and that's what we we set mm-hmm. a lot of them up with that because it is a it's a, a great beginning way to fish you yeah. get that once you once you teach them how to get that popping mm-hmm. cork to pop and work and it's it's the only thing you got to figure out there is the
1: dips, Yeah, how, how far below that popping cork you want that shrimp to sit. So this is funny. Uh, it wasn't this last event in August, but I think it was in the July event. Um, uh, I was out there fishing and you know, typically all of the fishing guides have a radio on them. So if fish are catching in a particular area, they'll come on the radio and they'll say, uh, where they're catching and whatnot. Uh, and it's also kind of like a little bragging thing for the fishing guides, like, Hey, my guy. Uh, he got this so one time i was out there i think it was in within the first 45 minutes i was able to hook up with a nice speckled trout i was like hey guys i'm right there by what i call the goal post but there's basically two white pvc posts sticking out of the water i said i just hooked up with a 23 inch speckled trout using a voodoo mambo this is where i'm at and uh go air force i think i said and i kid you not it wasn't 10 minutes later some fishing guy says oh yeah the army just one upped you. He caught a twenty-five-inch speckled trout. So there's a little, com- there's a lot of camaraderie that goes on, but there's also a little gentle nudging between the branches as we're out there. So it, it's good fun. I mean, that's with everything, though, right? Yeah. It, I mean,
3: we all know the best branch. Air Force, absolutely. There you go. absolutely. Yeah. Although now I'm a little partial to the Navy. Yeah, now you,
1: yeah, now you got to root for two. So, but man, we're we're so excited and. And the traffic is not slowing down. Uh, looking, I'm j- I just keep turning around. I'm in amazement of how many people are here getting all the goodies at Matagorda Outfitters. And I haven't got a count yet for how we're doing on raffle tickets, so I need to do that. Uh, but I just those prizes. Let's let's list a few more of those prizes here. Let me pull up the Facebook page, um, and of course the instructions to purchase raffle tickets. If you can't make it to Matagorda Outfitters today, you can purchase them online. I put that in the chat. Uh, we mentioned the AR-10. We mentioned the New Canoe Frontier 12 Fishing Kayak. David's Tackle out of Rosenberg. Uh, he made a custom fishing rod. It's red, white, and blue. Bayou Boys, Poe Boys donated a $50 gift card. Hometown Metalworks. There's some really cool redfish, speckled trout, and flounder signs out there that um, Hometown Metalworks, uh, uh, I think uh, Matt worked with them in getting those uh, put in. Of course, Jamie and Ken Shimont with Egret Bates, they Overnighted me a whole box of fishing lures. Uh, Let's see here. Christy Taylor, she made a decorative fishing wreath and a custom fleece Astros knot throw blanket. So it's not all fishing stuff. There is some other items out there. Uh, There's a Consuela bag from Bayside Chick Matagora. That is a really nice. I mean, I'm not a bad guy. If I were a bad guy, I might use that bag. It sounds like you're a bad guy I'm, since oh, you know it's a Consuela bag. What? I
3: will tell you there has been plenty of <laughs> women out there who have purchased tickets because
1: they saw that bag. Yeah. So. Uh, what else we got here? Coastal Steel and Dirt. Today I received a check from them. I'm not going to list the amount, but it's very, very beneficial for our chapter. So thank you guys, Coastal Steel and Dirt, so much. Um, now, Hoodoo Sports reached out to us and said, I know y'all are trying to raise money for a few pedal kayaks. They said, instead of donating like a cooler to raffle off, he said, "How about I donate a pedal kayak to you guys?" I was like, "Uh, yes, sir, and thank you." So, Hoodoo Sports, thank you so much. We still need to go pick it up, but they stepped up and went ahead and donated that rod, uh, Turner Rod. Drew, you know that company? They made I a do, they do. made a custom fishing rod in a sweet uh, and it's, it's Heroes on the Water Matagorda themed. Yeah, as well. Yeah. uh, South Texas Farm and Auto Supply. They donated an Echo Split Boom Weed Eater. That is like a 58 lithium volt battery. So it's super nice. Uh, Chris Arsenault, he's a PAC member, paddlers, paddle anglers, and canoes and kayaks. That's a group in the Houston area. Uh, He used to, I believe, be the president of that group. He donated a $100 gift card. Thanks. Thanks so much, Chris. And Anata Enduhar donated uh, an Onata fragrance candle, body wash, and hand-cut soap. And we actually have that here in the store because we did not want that candle to melt outside. Uh, Just a couple more here. Orvis Orvis donated a one-hour fly casting lesson for two students. Shells to Scales Guide Service. They're donating a guided fishing trip in Matagorda, and I think all you have to do is pay for the bait and the gas, and they're going to take you out. And if you check out their page, Shales to Scales Guide Service, they're catching fish every single day. Just a couple more items that are up for raffle.
3: Peyton can put you on a fish.
1: Yeah. I, I see the pictures, and I'm amazed. I'm like, how does he do it every single day? Foreverlast Incorporated, they donated six wading belts, six Float nets, six snatchem fish grips, and several fishing shirts. So we're bro- breaking those down into six different uh, raffle items. So if you win one of their items, you'll get a you'll get a wading belt, a floating net, and some fish grips and a shirt. So that's pretty cool. Line cutters, Vance. He stepped up and donated. It's a really nice. Have you seen that fishing bag down there? That mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, it's nice. It's an Evolution fishing largemouth backpack. And in, it, it, that's not all he donated. He put a bunch of stuff in there, a survival bracelet, zipper pull, fishing line, many different types of different cutters, and also a mossy oak fishing knife. Two more to get through here, guys. Please bear with me. But I think these are amazing things that people have done. John Picker, one of our volunteers, uh, he never served in the military. I think I've heard him say many times, I just love doing anything for veterans. He literally says that every time. He don't. He bought from Amazon and sent it to my house a pin slammer four spinning reel. And that's the SLAIV 2500 HS. And then lastly, bait Butler, uh, Tina donated two, not one, two geared up bait Butler buckets as well as shirts and hats. So tons of raffle items. And so you have a really good chance of winning something. Um, I do want that AR 10 from or tactical.
3: I want to give a little plug to John too, because, uh, last year, as you, as you said earlier, yeah. we were at the fishing show with Egret Bates yeah. and, uh, John, John came up to the booth and we were there to kind of talk about our chapter some and, and the, how they help us and what they do for us. And so I was talking with John about what we do and he was, he just, he's like, what do I do? How do I sign up? I mm-hmm. want to come do this. And, uh, so I got him in touch with you and, and I think ever since he's been to everything since then, pretty much. Um, but just, uh, and he's a great guy. Um, but that was, that's how, that's how we get our volunteers is, is really a lot of word of mouth. And he showed up, he was at the fishing show. He didn't come to see us or any of that. He was just there and, and through a conversation, um, he's become a, a valued volunteer for us. Yeah. He's, he's
1: a staple in our organization. Always. Anytime he can do anything for us, he does it. Uh, just real quick to go back and clarify what PAC is because I get a little confused from time to time. Thanks Camille for bringing that up. You can go to www. Pack, P-A-C-K-T-X.org, and they are the paddle anglers and canoes and kayaks. And actually, many of those guys, Chris has gotten many of those guys in that organization to come out and be, since they're already kayak fishermen, seasoned kayak fishermen, and every one of them are super nice. He's gotten many of those guys to come out and support Heroes on the Water, and, you know, super thankful that that organization has, and they have their own uh, website and community and forum, and they're always, I'm a member of it now. And I I always see communication like, hey, this is an event. If any of you guys can go volunteer, get with Joey Gremlin, and and they do. So we're super thankful for yeah. the pack. I really I really like pack. For for those of you that don't know what pack is,
0: uh, so pack has a monthly meeting where they have guest speakers coming and talk to them. I've actually been a guest speaker for pack, um, and I'm gonna do it again coming up in October, but. What they do is they set up trips, and most of the time it is a fishing and camping trip. So you go out on the kayaks, you paddle out to, you know, Panther Point out there, and you spend three days out there with Pack. Or they have daily ones every once in a while. I know Blake does a big offshore trip from Bob Hall Pier every year, but it's just an organization for kayakers to meet up. And if you want to do more of the adventure type stuff and go spend three days out there on an island or you know two days or three days out at matagorda island or something like that they get big trips together for that they also do day trips um, but it's just kind of an organization they meet once a once a month they have guest speakers coming and talk from different stuff in the industry and i've worked with pack before i really really enjoy talking to the guys at pack if you want to if you're a newbie and you just want to be around people that have been doing it forever Pack is a great way uh to do that as well as, you know, um coming up with heroes on the water for the veterans and the first responders. I will tell you, if you guys go on a pack trip, find Blaine because he's gonna be eating well. Because when I say <laughs> when I say these guys are like experienced, they're taking like um What's the? I, they're taking dry ice so they can have ice cream out there. They're making gumbo out there. Like they are eating well on these trips. It's not a hot dogs over the fire. It's a let's eat some gumbo and some chocolate sundays. Like they're yeah they're legit and they've done this for a while. That they are enjoying their time out there.
1: They're gonna make me hungry talking about food. I'm 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 getting a little <laughs> hungry. I may have to go across the street and get a burger or something yeah. here before long. Well, hey Jr., we're so thankful that you joined us um, and shared, um, you know, what Heroes on the Water means to you. You know, thanks for your military service. Thanks for continuing to serve in your role today, and thanks for your volunteerism uh, with Heroes on the Water. And we got a couple other guests coming in soon. But uh, you want to end on anything, Jr.?
3: Um, I just just how how great this organization is, and I kind of alluded to it earlier, but um, through through Heroes on the Water, I've made relationships. Um, and I don't have the easiest job in the world. Um, one of my duties is, is, is to be the coroner for the county, yeah. um, and that can take a toll. And so I have, through those relationships I've made with Heroes on the Water, I too have, have healed. Um, and that's been very beneficial for me, and I know it is for, for a lot of the people that we take out. So um, it's just uh, I'm kind of limited on what I can say and, and what I can do because of um, some of my ethical yeah. um, things. But it is a great organization and if you want to be a part of it please come they're they're all over i'm sure you guys have already touched on it that they're all over the country uh i saw that the surfside chapter posted something here so um
1: yep there were just justin, cheering justin has on. that
3: yep. on over there so they're all along so you can find one close to you um and if it's something that you think you might want to get involved in please please reach out and do it um it's a, it's a great thing and it 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 really does follow the motto paddle, paddle fish, fish Heel. so yeah. Thank y'all very much. I've enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, thanks, brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Good to see you Thank again. You.
1: I'm sure we'll run into each other oh, I'm again. sure. All right. As we... Uh, it's, not, it's not that uh, all of our guests today are going to be Air Force. It just so happened <laughs> that the first guest was Air Force and the second guest is Air Force. And I'm looking over my <coughs> shoulder and the third guest will be Air Force. So... Um, let me go ahead and change this real quick. But, Leslie, do you want to introduce Not yourself? Not that
0: there's any bias or no, anything going no, on at no. all. Uh huh. No. No, but... It works out
1: that way. Yeah, Leslie is uh, one of our volunteers, Leslie Enright, and we really appreciate everything that you've done for the chapter in a short amount of time. You came on, uh, I believe you came on as a participant initially, mm-hmm. and then you were like, I love this, I want to be a part of it, and you yep. kind of transitioned immediately to volunteer.
4: Correct. Right. well just wanted to help. I thought it was such a worthwhile organization and knew how much it did for me just in the first few trips out. Um <clears throat> haven't caught a fish yet, but that's coming. <laughs> <laughs> um, but just loved it so much and loved uh, everything that it stands for and what it's trying to do for our communities, the veteran communities and the first responder communities and uh, just wanted to help in I- any way I could.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So. so- Go ahead,
0: Drew. I was gonna say, so what is it about being out there on the water that you just enjoy so much?
4: Well, for me personally, I grew up, I grew up in Bay City, so right here in Matagorda, and
0: did you graduate well, from Bay City? I did. Black cats, baby. Black cat fight never dies. <laughs> probably, I graduated probably, from Bay City as probably well,
4: probably a few years before you, but that's okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so I grew up here, graduated here, and some of my best memories are being out in Matagorda with my dad fishing and uh just not in a place we weren't in a place to buy a big boat and do the big offshore or even out in the bay stuff and i actually saw joey's youtube Mm. and uh i think i started following him and following him there and then because i was interested in kayaking but there wasn't a lot of it around here then and um followed him and then watched it evolve and then saw it on facebook and sent the message to my husband and said hey let's do this and so and here we are
1: so you you served in the air force how long and can you kind of talk about uh your service and uh what you did
4: um i was a aeromedical medical technician As i like to refer to it as a glorified paper pusher um oh sorry you're good <laughs> that's all right i'm just
1: i'm just showing you that's all right oh, good.
4: Uh, um uh, Aero medical technician. I was assigned to the flight surgeon's office, physical exams. So anytime, and I was attached to a fighter squadron. So anytime a fighter squadron would deploy, I would deploy with them. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> which as you can imagine with my husband being in the Air Force and starting to have kids, it's not the ideal situation. Many people do it successfully and are great at it. I just didn't feel like that was the path for me. So um, on our second baby, we said, yeah, it's time for me to be done. So seven years. Um loved every bit of it. We my husband and I met in Panama. He's from Connecticut. I'm from Texas. Met in Panama. Um went to England. We have one one daughter that was born in Panama, one that was born in England, a son that was born in Nebraska, and then all we, over and then we have one that's actually <laughs> born in Texas. He was born in Texas while Tim was uh on a remote assignment to honduras oh wow yeah so um had to be rough kids all are yeah he wasn't the ideal situation right um and not to mention our follow-on was supposed to be italy but we ended up in nebraska Mm. so but it all worked out and um you know god's got a way of working it all out and putting you right where you need to be when you need to be there so
1: yeah i totally sign up for that um i you know being being a christian i believe that as well so um you you found out about heroes on the water you attended an event and what just what were your impressions of it like oh back to the sorry oh no you're fine you're
0: fine (laughs) but before you answer joey it's got to feel good the last two people who've come on here have said they've heard about heroes on the water one from the youtube one from the podcast and and one of the reasons i bring that up is it's not like, and I don't mean this like in a mean way. Sure. It's not like my podcast or yours or your YouTube has hundreds of thousands of followers or anything like that. Like we're relatively small, but we're still reaching people. Mm -hmm. So those of you that are trying to do social media or trying to do podcasts or YouTube, just Mm -hmm. one person that, that you can get to help do like whatever right. cause you're gonna it's you're gonna put effect. yourself to yeah you're yeah. you're gonna have a ripple effect and I know that's got to be great for you that the last two people have said I've, from your social media from your podcast or your YouTube is why I'm here yeah and that's one of the reasons why I'm here because I want that ripple effect for for my listeners as well
1: yeah and from the from the beginning I won't give the whole backstory to how I've translated from Joey Gremlin YouTube to Outdoor Chronicles podcast but from the beginning it wasn't hey look at me it was hey look at this yeah. it was hey look at these beautiful scenes right. i'm using this fishing lure i'm casting over here i'm catching fish but also i tried to include in many of the videos was the scenery the piece mm-hmm. out yeah. on the water so yeah it, it feels great uh to hear that and yeah i'm super small still but the whole purpose is just to share with people that ha- are not doing this kayak fishing at all um, that it exists, and that's why on the Outdoor Chronicles podcast, not only do I talk about kayak fishing, but I talk about heroes on the water and other various things like that. <clears throat> like that. So,
0: sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no you're the, good. The thing, I just the, it was just it hit me that two people said they're here because of yeah. your what you're putting out yeah, there, no, your
1: your content. That was a great point. That was a great yeah. point. So, but your impressions of, well, I event.
4: just um like I I joke I haven't caught a fish, but I really could care less to be quite honest if I caught a fish out there or not it's just the peace that surrounds you out there I mean you may be you may be able to see civilization (laughs) off in the distance Mm -hmm. but you're not in it and it your mind is able to quiet and or at least for me this is my experience you know my it's just so peaceful and like I can shut down and I think in our in our world today in our climate as much as i appreciate social media and things like this we just need to take that time yeah. we need to be out in nature we need to you know have that benefit of not being around any of this and letting our mind be at rest and at
0: ease i like to i like to say this and my listeners have heard me say this a lot <laughs> kayaking is actively relaxing mm. so yes. you you have to think about your balance you have to think about paddling you have to be aware of your surroundings and while you're doing that, it's very hard to think of anything else. Right. Like you get caught up in watching the birds or you mm-hmm. get caught up in watching somebody fish or you're thinking about what you're going to do next or you're thinking about, man, I don't want to flip this thing. I better, <laughs> I better not <laughs> lean that far that way. But you're actively relaxing. Yes. Yeah. yes. So that, that's, that's one thing that helps me disconnect from the world and, kind of put my phone off like i like to fish spots now where i don't get good service so i can just say i'm sorry i was fishing didn't have it didn't have any service i don't i don't really want to fish in close places like that but the the actively relaxing is is the way i like to describe being out there on the water for sure
1: yeah so i I was just giving an update on raffle ticket sales just to reiterate uh, we're having a benefit to raise funds for our local chapter here the heroes on the water metagorda chapter there are about sixty chapters in 30 states. Those are rough numbers, but that's a that's that's pretty close to what it is. Our chapter in Matagorda opened up this coming October will be our three-year anniversary. So we're super excited for that. In order to run a chapter, you have to raise funds, and that's why we're here today. We're here at Matagorda Outfitters to have a benefit. We're raffling off many items. I won't go through the list again. If you want to see the list of items, you can go to my Facebook page. It's Joey Grimland. You can check it out. I have it as as a featured post. It's at the very top. Uh, Leslie, I'm sure you have shared many of the things that I post. Yes. I've seen that. Thank yes. you so much for getting the word out. Uh, but I just received an update. Our our goal, I think, was, you know, around eight grand. Eight grand was what we were to hit. And I think that equates to about 400 tickets. We've sold about 200 tickets thus far. So. <sighs> <laughs> and we st- we still got two hours we yeah. still got a
0: little little over two hours
1: yep it's uh currently 148 p.m uh we're cutting it off at four so if you cannot purchase your tickets if you can't get down here to matagorda outfitters today to get um uh, a raffle ticket i'm putting it up on the screen now uh to, to do it it's only 20 bucks a ticket uh and you can get an ar10 possibly get an ar10. <laughs> Uh, new canoe frontier 12 there's a whole bunch of stuff as well as the consuelo bag did, did you see the consuelo bag out there yes i did is it nice
4: it's very nice okay it's, very, I, I, it's I, one of my top hopes but <laughs> my number one is the rod you brought the
5: rod oh, ah. it is
4: beautiful I, thank you beautiful.
1: thank you
0: i wanted to keep it I, like i always whenever <laughs> yeah. i'm whenever i'm building <laughs> rods to. whenever i'm building rods i want to build it where, whenever i have to take it and give it away like there's that little bit of oh yeah it's nice i want to keep yes. this so i try to make it nice enough uh where i want to keep it and fish it myself so yeah
1: yep so 20 dollars a ticket if you can't make it down here i put the instructions there all you basically do there's a little link there that i put uh that goes straight to heroes on the water matagorda chapter it, it doesn't go to joey it doesn't go to drew it goes straight to our chapter account and then you'll get an email receipt all you have to do is forward me that email receipt, and then we will write your name down on the raffle tickets. And my email is Gremland at gmail.com. So we are halfway there, which is great. We just need more people to get on and buy these raffle tickets.
0: Joey, I think you need to keep that comment up because it covers up my gut whenever we're doing this right now. So just keep that comment yes. up there because then you can't see my gut while we're recording I, I this. I
4: appreciate it, too. I-
0: I like it. I like it. <laughs> so when when is the next actual event for Heroes on the Water? Because we've talked a lot about the benefit. Yep. What are the events coming up? Because I'm definitely going to make hopefully the next two or three events. Because the fishing and I know it's it's about getting out on the water and stuff, but the
1: fishing is about to get really good. Yeah. So September 16th is the very next uh, event. I'm pulling up the um he the Heroes on the Water Matagorda page, which is where you can go to find out our events. I'm going there now. You go to the Heroes on the Water dash Matagorda, Texas chapter, and then you you click on Events. And we set all this up in Eventbrite to make it really easy logistically, right? The next event is set, so these are the rest of 2023 events. September 16th, all of them are on Saturday. September 16th, October 21st, and November 18th. And, so, then we, and then we take a break in December, January, February, because those are you know colder months, whatnot. Winds are typically up. So we take a break during that time. Uh, we regroup as a unit of volunteers. We identify our goals for the next year. We'll do that together. Uh, and then we'll plan out all of our events for 2024. But this year we had nine events scheduled. We were, our very first event was March. Unfortunately, it was canceled because there's like 23 mile an hour winds. But April, May, June, July, August, five months in a row, we've been able to have events, Lord willing, with the weather. So, so thankful for that. But yeah, Drew, our next event is September 16th. Are you going to make that? I plan to make that one. I don't have anything
0: that I need to do on the 16th. Now, the 17th, I'm going to the Texans game. Okay. Uh But the 16th, I don't have anything going on. Okay. I think me me and Saltside Jess will be
1: there for that one. So you're Texans fans? Yes. Leslie, you and your husband, Tim, do you all watch football? NFL?
4: I'm no, not no. me. Tim, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, he'll chat about that.
1: Yeah, okay. Well, Leslie, we really appreciate you joining us. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to add about the? No,
4: I just appreciate all that you do and all that the rest of the volunteers do to make this happen every month. And
1: yeah, yeah, I'm glad you said that because a lot of people thank me, which I have to immediately say, I'm just the face. Like, there are so many people that do yes. way more yes. things than I do to make all of this work. It's it's really all the volunteers. I'm just the email guy and the social media guy. But uh thanks for joining us Thank and you. thanks for your military service. And uh, are you making the September sixteenth event? Do y'all Plan know yet? It? Yes. Good. Yes. Okay, so we're gonna bring in the other in right. All right. Okay, thanks. I think
4: we're on the different
2: yeah. <laughs> a different picture, right?
1: Yeah. Thank you so much. Okay. All right. We're gonna switch it up here and we're gonna have the we're gonna have the other in right <laughs> come in and join us. Feel free to scoot up as close as you want take your time all right and then um, to talk about like right, about right there, right there. tim right. welcome thank you uh so uh you are uh i'll give some high level and then we'll dive into some details here because i want to hear about your military service and also want to hear about your involvement with uh heroes on the water um but tim enright air force how long were you in the
2: air force just under 22 years
1: oh wow okay it was it was only 10 for me so you more than doubled mine and uh where all were you stationed while you were in
2: um yeah um i was stationed well texas um north carolina okay then we went to um panama howard air force base down in panama okay we were at lake and heath in england and we made our first trip to insulic turkey after turkey i went to honduras for a remote and then we went we did our state tour we went to nebraska to off it, and mm-hmm. I, I took a special duty at langley okay and then we finished up in turkey again like-
1: so it's funny whenever i ask fellow air force members who have served where they're stationed i'm always waiting for that key to say i was stationed there and then it drives down a conversation i haven't been stationed at any of those places <laughs> So I, I, myself was in at Kelly Air Force Base, San Antonio, for three years. I was at the Pentagon for three years, and then I went to South Korea, Osan Air Base, for one year, uh, and then I finished up at the National Security Agency in Fort Meade, Maryland. So I hadn't, of course, I was kind of a IT. I did IT security. What was your
2: job? I was in the electronics. Uh, okay, cool. We were like we were like brothers. Yeah. We were kind of. Okay. spent too long at Keesler Air Force Base. Yes. In tech school. Yeah. But yeah, I I was with the air traffic control side of the house and we first was with the radars and then we all merged together so we took care of all the landing systems radars and radios okay at the end of my career
1: okay and of course your wife was just on she served eight years was it yeah eight just under eight just under eight okay so thank you guys for your service um so we're here heroes on the water we're at matagorda outfitters um so i just want to talk about from your perspective uh how did you hear about heroes on the water and what what do you think about it
2: um i i heard through my wife leslie we were interested and like i heard her talking about we saw saw your um either youtube or yeah. somewhere on um facebook yeah about you going out and then she found it on facebook and we signed up for our first first uh event mm-hmm. i was a little a little nervous because we got a little we we purchased a kayak earlier for leslie fits her great but when i was on it i was it was very hard stabilizing myself, so I was going into it a little nervous. Yeah. But the uh, equipment you guys have was is incredible. I never once felt like I had to stabilize myself on the equipment you guys use. So
1: you kayaks. must have been on, so our fleet, we have 15 kayaks. Um, ten of them are the bonafide RS-117, so ten of them, they're just different colors. You, you had to have been on the bonafide, yes. yep. and not to interrupt you, but we want those other five kayaks that we have. They're a little skinnier than the Bonafides. We want to replace those with the Bonafides because everybody has given great feedback on the Bonafide RS-117. So, okay. So, you were on that and you felt stable. So, that's yes, great.
2: Yeah, that that made it, made it from right there and then...
1: And you're a little taller than me. I'm 5'9". I'm
2: six one. Yeah. You're, yeah, you're, okay. I think it's the height or it's the weight. Then. <laughs> My weight is what stabilizes it, but... But that that was that made the biggest difference. We were looking for a way, a way to get into fishing, not going to a boat, but trying kayak. I was yeah. thinking or way fishing, but yeah. after getting on these kayaks, this is definitely the way I want to proceed for fishing in the future.
1: Yeah, and you guys are in Bay City, so y'all are fairly close to Matagorda. What is it, thirty minutes? Yeah, something
2: like that. Thirty minutes, maybe a little less.
1: Okay, so you had you, you showed up um, like. Can you just kind of take us through the first event when you came and just kind of what you experienced? And the reason I'm asking you this is not just to put you on the spot. It's because maybe there's a veteran out there uh, or a first responder or their family member who you've heard us talk about it, but you really want to hear what someone experienced when they first came to an event. So maybe just kind of walk us through that, please. Uh,
2: the first thing you get is the welcoming of all of all the volunteers who are there. Um, that That was your first experience welcomed you Start off the trip they have i believe the chapter has its own chaplain mm-hmm. the prayer setting the stage for a good good event and then just being on the water that's one thing i love about that's my number one thing i love about being here i'm not from here but the water is is my favorite thing for this area so just going out there being with leslie it, it was a good very good time relaxing you didn't have to fish if you didn't want to mm-hmm. you're just paddling around so it's definitely relaxing get your mind off stuff so it's definitely a good event to come to
1: yeah um so you and leslie served um and y'all have three or four children four four children four children did and some of your children are serving as well yes
2: my one daughter she just finished up her four years she just got out um and my soon to be 18 year old son, he's already scheduled to be in the Marine. He's already enlisted in the Marines. He'll be going next year, June 10th. Wow. To the Marine.
1: Wow. Okay. So, June 10th. So, he has almost a year. So, he got it like 10 months before he goes in. Wow. That's awesome. A family of service. Yes. Did, you, did y'all's parents serve by chance?
2: Yeah. My father was a Marine and Wesley's dad was 22 year Air Force. Wow. Man, that is is—that's awesome.
1: Um, so, I. Uh, Back to Heroes on the Water, you guys, you came out as participants, and then I think at the very next event, was it the next event that you did a whole brisket and sausage and potato salad? And
2: <laughs> that was the third event. Third event. So I didn't go out on the third event. I just did the cooking. Yeah. And, but it's no, that's. I think we Leslie and I have been really searching for something like that, who where we can help. We we set out to find something. Yeah. That supports definitely the veterans and. I'm very into the first responders, police, and the mm-hmm. firemen. So it's great to include them because they're out there giving it all every day. So no, it's great, and it was. It's just a great organization. So it was very. We we're just wanting to help.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and see, so you know, it's a great organization and it's a great mission. But the whole reason we are able to exist is because of folks just like you. You, you come out to an event as a participant and it's like great i'm so glad you had a good time and then y'all step it up you stepped it up and said we we want to volunteer and we needed that because if y'all didn't cook that amazing delicious lunch somebody else would have had to do it you know but you guys just jumped and y'all just filled a gap and it wasn't just filling a gap like with ham and cheese sandwiches it was brisket i mean that, was, that food was delicious so so thank you so much for that um you know it like i said it the whole mission and we never want to lose the focus right the whole mission is paddle fish heal getting veterans first responders and their family members out on the water but it does take a village to be able to make that happen and i am i love our volunteers i mean they're just they're amazing I, I think i have a spreadsheet of our volunteers i think it's about 45 people and i think about 23 of them are veterans themselves so um you know and the the only reason our monthly events are a success is because of the volunteers they give back so tim we really appreciate uh so you- so are we, are
0: we gonna get brisket on the 16th <laughs> i mean i'm just saying i'm hearing all this about the brisket there's an event coming up on the 16th i mean i'm just saying i'm we'll just the saying the
1: year next year. <laughs> yeah, all right
0: all right i'm gonna put that one on my calendar the march event with brisket you guys right. heard it
2: Write yeah. it down.
0: March event. I'm holding you to it. March event. We're at brisket and potato salad.
1: So to let it be written, so let it be done. Joey, right? you got to negotiate like this, man.
0: you got to negotiate. Wow. Put them
1: on the spot. Yeah. Uh, so, Tim, thanks again, uh, and thanks for coming on the podcast. We, we just think it's kind of important just not for, to hear me nonstop talk about how much I love the organization, but to hear somebody else say uh, their experience. So we really appreciate it, and thank you and your entire family for all of y'all's military uh, service, brother. No, thank you. All right. Well, who who do we have? Is there anything else you'd like to end with, Tim? Um,
2: I think that's You're probably. good. Yeah, okay. Good. <laughs> or, just let us know how we can spread the word. Okay. Um, because I know some veterans who probably you No, know, I'm trying to get some. uh There
6: you go. There we go. Cuz yeah. it's
0: going to take away our audio.
1: Oh, I got you. Yeah. Okay. No, so I just I think the, bet, the main medium we use right now is Facebook, but then also on the Outdoor pod, uh, Outdoor Chronicles podcast, as well as Drew. I mean, Drew had me on the Paddler's Playbook podcast and just trying to get the word out as much as possible because there's a lot of vets that don't even know that we exist. So we're just trying to spread the word.
2: And what, what, what's your podcast on? Which Yeah, so um,
1: Drew, I'm sure you're the same way, but the Outdoor Chronicles podcast is available essentially on any medium. Google, yep. Apple, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, hey, Jinx, Spotify, Yo Me and okay. Doctor Pepper.
0: Whatever I'm on some stuff from India, like gone some stuff from South Africa, yeah. some Ghana. Like I, whatever platform is out there that has a podcast on it, I have the Paddler's Playbook on there.
1: Yeah, and All then right. for each of my podcasts, not only am I doing the audio version that you can listen to on an audio app, I'm also recording it live so you can see my ugly mug. So you can see my ugly mug and i'm posting everything on on youtube so that was our that was our timer to move forward so went over time yeah thanks tim really appreciate it brother
0: tim the brisket man (laughs) you guys see him he just make sure to remind him march the march event we're gonna have brisket
1: tim just got a nickname
0: (laughs) tim the brisket man so next up you guys you guys have heard this guy and he he's another one that's really really fun um, great great fisherman but he's also a volunteer and if you listen he was on the outdoor chronicles last time one never he? seen me fish he,
1: he was on the outdoor chronicles he was my very first official special guest and special he is very special yeah absolutely so of course we're gonna talk
6: i brought my guest gonna, oh
1: hey how are you it's my daughter welcome to the show
6: Say Hi.
1: i like <laughs> your glasses thank you <laughs> Uh so Nick, um let's let's go ahead and do a quick introduction of you and your special guest.
6: Okay. My name is Bisnig. This is my daughter Elira. She's 8, going on 9, and she's uh rules the roost. She's the boss, right? Rules the
1: roost. Love You're it. the boss? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um w- I'm sorry, what's your name again?
6: Your name. Elira. Elira.
1: Elira. Yeah. I love that name.
6: It means free in Albanian.
1: Okay, I yeah. love it, Elira, Do you like to fish? Do you like to fish with your dad? Does your dad catch a lot of fish? Now, who catches more fish, you or your dad? <gasps>
6: oh, oh me? she's pointing ah, to him. Oh, yeah. But uh-huh. tell him where you like to fish for what? Trout. Where? Ooh. In the Guadalupe. Yeah. Oh, I really like catching rainbow she's, trout. She's a trout fisherman. She's a river fisherman.
1: So I need to talk to you because <laughs> I wasn't in the Guadalupe on my Garner State Park. But I was in a river very close to it, which is the uh, Frio River. Oh yeah. And I was fishing for trout. I did not get a bite. Did you get did you get any trout in the Guadalupe? You did? Yeah, we gotta well, yeah, talk. She does. You gotta give me some tips
0: because she I didn't catch technique. anything. She can be your guide whenever <laughs> you guys go to the Guadalupe.
6: That works for she me. She, some actually, trout. she has her own pink rod and everything. Nice. Yeah. She got the setup.
0: Now, Nick, yeah. you are a volunteer for Heroes on the Water and yes. what what kind of drew you towards volunteering and what got you out on the water? And where did you hear about Heroes on I, the Water?
6: I was ju- I was hoping you'd ask that. By the way, happy almost first anniversary that you contacted me on September 6th of 2022. <laughs> uh, I went back on our messages, by the way. <laughs> just, just <laughs> I wanted to say, you got a, you got a wow memory there. Oh, I don't have that kind Jesus. of memory. Wow. <laughs> but, yeah, it's been almost a year. Okay. Um, Joey reached out to me on, on Facebook. I believe you may have recommended me. I think that's what happened. I think, I think that's helped yeah. yeah. And I immediately looked at my message after that and said, yes, I'm available. I'm coming out. Yeah. And then after that, it's been on. And I really enjoy it. I enjoy it a lot. The first time I went, I saw everyone's... We just had this discussion. Yeah. Uh, the look on everyone's face. Um, being out there, getting on the kayak, helping them launch out and uh, when they're out there on the water when they come back their expression changes everything changes they're excited they're happy and i was like okay that's it this is great this is awesome especially what joey's doing the other chapters are doing it's it's amazing i love it
0: well they probably had a kind of confused look on their face because they were like man this guy has a really thick east texas Who's accent this guy he's got a really thick east he's texas on, accent he's where on a witness he, protection where, program where is he where is <laughs> Why he, he here <laughs>
6: No, but really, um, uh, it's it's just fun being out there and watching them. Uh, a lot, some of them, I think a lot of people have never been on a kayak that show up and they're a little nervous. But once they get out there and you make them feel at ease and you're telling jokes and you're pointing things out, we've had this discussion, but they they get relaxed and they calm down. They're enjoying the scenery. They're enjoying the birds. They're enjoying the fish jumping, the the breeze, whatever is going on. You just point it out and let them relax and. They get used to it after what? Maybe about 30 minutes. Yeah. They get comfortable.
1: Yeah. and I I like that. Yeah. When someone pointed out to me to do this, I wasn't smart enough to do it. Someone said, whenever you're giving your safety speech in the beginning, he said, there's still, there's going to be people that have a little anxiety because they haven't been in a kayak. So make sure to say when you launch, when you first, when you, when you first sit in that kayak, take your time and get comfortable. And I'm glad someone relayed that yeah. And I've 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 kept that in every single uh safety speech that we give prior to going out. And I think that a little bit gives them a little peace of mind, knowing we don't have to rush yeah. through this. Yeah. Like yeah. just take your time. We're here to chill don't and don't rush fun.
6: it. Nothing to rush. Take your yeah. time, get used to the balance of the kayak. You're in the you're in a floating plastic in yeah. water. Yeah. And they've never been in it, right? So take your time, get used to the pattern. You know, and uh can I bring up Josh again, the fourteen year old sure. who came Absolutely. out with Samuel? Yeah. Hey, turn your paddle this way. Now do this. Push this way, and just giving him the basics. He caught on immediately. Yeah, and got very comfortable with it. So. Yeah,
0: and that's not just for like heroes on the water participants and stuff too. That's just for newbies in general that are just. I, I yeah. gave that exact same advice that you guys are talking about. Yeah. You know, I told you I sold that boat yesterday, and the guys like, "Do you have any advice for me?" And I'm mm-hmm. like. Take take two trips, maybe, where yeah. you don't take anything on the boat. Just get used to paddling. Mm-hmm. Get comfortable with how tippy the kayak or not tippy the kayak. If you're able to, get to a spot and just completely flip your kayak with nothing in it you know don't put yeah, anything yeah, yeah, in it yeah, yeah. but just flip it see how far you can stand up and stand on the edge or lean over to the side and things like that practice Take, reentry. yes yeah. practice getting in and
6: out of the kayak Test like, the boundaries of the kayak be, what, what can the kayak do yeah.
0: yeah be comfortable because i don't know about you guys but i know when i first got into the kayak that once i got past that first little primary stability i was like Oop. I set up really straight i'm like i gotta stay straight i can't lean over too far to the side i don't want to flip this thing i don't want to do anything in the first i don't know i guess the first four five six seven eight times out on the kayak like i was so nervous to turtle that thing and it was just it was a different experience that i'm used to but if i just would have relaxed from the very beginning my experience yeah, exactly. would have been so much exactly. better, but yeah. I didn't have anybody to help now me through it. Now you're like a it.
6: gymnast. Now you're like a gymnast on a kayak. Oh, I'm like a cat. Yeah, I mean a big cat, but yeah. a cat. I'm a cat, <laughs> nothing less. I'm like a fat puma. I, I do want to say one thing, and I kayak with friends. I kayak by myself. Please, no matter where you go, no matter how deep the water, no matter if you're in a river, marsh, lake, or wherever you go on a kayak, wear your PFD, wear your life preserver. always, always, always it will save your life yeah
1: yeah and that's one of the things we say at the you know a safety speech um you know it it, and i'm glad that we have multiple sizes of of various pfds you know because we have some some big guys and we have some little guys that come out there so we have pfds for all shapes and sizes and we just i mean we just say uh, it's mandatory when you come out here you're gonna wear it um Mm -hmm. and we say it obviously in a nice way but right we really want we don't want anything bad to happen out there so Always wear your PFD. Great, great point, yeah. Nick.
6: And something else you said, Joey, to me, which made perfect sense. Heroes on the Water is not just only about the vets and the first responders. It's also about the family. Yeah. Yep. Bring the family out. Sign up. Bring the kids, whoever you got. Come out and enjoy it and experience the guides and the, the, the organizers and everyone and have a great time. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And I think it
1: makes, for some individuals, their experience on the water just that more that much more
6: enjoyable yeah
1: yeah it's great to get out here and hang out with vets but can i bring my son mm-hmm. and let him see you know 100%. all the great things and then it also puts you know the vet or the first responder maybe at ease a little bit because there's some fam- familiarity out there your son your daughter your your dad your aunt it doesn't just mm-hmm. have to be your close no, relative whoever, so.
6: whoever you want to bring absolutely and, and yeah.
0: speaking of uh, of your son and bringing your son out we 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 got this raffle going on and there is a two-seater new canoe out there that would be
6: perfect that sucker is i mean
0: it would be perfect to go catch trout on the guadalupe with somebody that
6: that with a pink rod Uh, a mutual friend of ours chris lewis took that kayak on the devil's river yep and it was one heck of a beast of a machine on the devil's and handled it like a champ an open deck super stable
1: 41 inches wide yeah
6: Yep. uh it handles two people tandem kayak and get out there and have fun with it
1: yeah and, and even if you wanted to i mean it has the capacity where you could put a trolling motor on it if you wanted to uh you know and you can put one two batteries fish finder you can soup it up that way or just keep it simple and just go hang out with no electronics on on yep. on board yeah and and earlier i kind of called out
0: tim about bringing the brisket and stuff yeah uh, if you have any heroes on the water uh, participants that want to get out there and maybe they fly fish before, Nick will be the man to hook them up with as a oh, volunteer. Because yeah. oh, Nick, yeah. Nick is the fly fisherman of the group. Here. I
5: I will tell the you. The marsh ninja. So ask for the marsh
0: ninja <laughs> when you sign up. Say you want the marsh ninja as your guide if you want to fly fish a little and, bit.
6: And I'm, I'm going to refer to the last outing we had, right, with the kid Josh. Yeah, I said, hey, you want to try my fly rod? He was like, that's one thing I'm not going to try today. <laughs> he would not do it. But next time, next time, Josh, we got you, man. Come yeah. back.
1: Um, so, let's see. September 16th is our next event. Uh, Nick, do you think you'll be able to make that? I am not. Okay. Yeah, you and got
6: I, And I told Matt, but yeah. I didn't tell you oh, yet. Okay. I got, I'll be out of town that weekend. I got so. you.
1: You travel a lot. I try. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. I want to go to the Guadalupe River. Oh, that's and, fun. And catch some trout.
6: Ooh, it's coming. Maybe, Season is coming this November.
1: Maybe I need a pink rod to catch the trout. That's what that, you need. That. That's
6: it a frozen little you know kids rod it's all you need yeah yeah with the right flies and the right setup you're good to go i might actually do that and make a video (laughs) about it and i
1: might even be successful so we'll we'll have a million
6: views right there going viral
1: (laughs) get out there
0: get out there and get you some i appreciate you guys it's funny it's it's funny so we haven't had a a fly guy on and I like that you're a fly guy. That's what you should call yourself. Fly, a fly guys. guy, super. So fly it's guys. like so my a group. Wife says
6: every day, you're yeah. a fly guy.
0: It's a group, and as soon as we get another fly guy on, Chris Fowler jumps on. Oh, Chris Fowler, yo, 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 tear yo. it up. Hello from the trap house, and that is the, the, the fly, the fly trap. trap there in Rockport. <laughs> uh, great place to buy buy flies. Uh, casting lessons and stuff over there it's, it's pretty awesome chris so check chris out
6: fowler is the man yeah check if out you, chris yeah if you want to get in the game get to rockport call chris up beforehand get to the shop let him set you up he will get you the right gear the right flies and the right everything he's dangerous that guy not he's dangerous not like bad dangerous. <laughs> no like not good bad he's da- dang- good dangerous. he's fly fishing he, dangerous, he's huh? a fly guy he's a fly guy <laughs> he's a fly guy too all right nick well man we appreciate you appreciate on you here. guys thank you for having me say bye, bye. say bye <laughs>
2: <laughs> We'll all right. see you guys thank all right. you all
6: right man thanks for, get your thanks raffle for being tickets. here
1: yes get your raffle tickets uh, i just posted his comment there you can see it next our next guest is uh a super wonderful guy um i did i didn't mention this earlier uh we had jr wooley on earlier and um uh, Jr, uh, actually was able to share in a, an amazing special moment, uh, in my life. And this next guest here was also able to share in that moment, Mr. Brian biani He uh, said the prayer for our wedding, for Sandy and I's wedding. So we, yes, he, yeah, So we're always going to be tied together from now on outside of heroes on the water. But so two ways there, tied. Brian, welcome. How, how are you doing?
5: I'm good. So fair warning, if you come fishing with us, you may get married. It's, <laughs> it's a risk that you're accepting when you show up. It's on the waiver.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, so do, do they get to pick who they're getting married to, or do you guys just
0: pick for them sometimes? Not if you're late. Okay. If, if you're, you're on time, you get If you're a late, choice. <laughs> it's like that 90-day fiancé
2: where if, you just if, hook each other up. If or?
5: you're late to the launch, you get whatever boat's left. All right, got it.
1: Yeah. So thankfully I wasn't late uh, and I married Sandy and then it was quickly thereafter that she became our chapter secretary. So it kind of came with the role of marrying me. She had to, uh, by choice, I don't think it was really choice, but she's now part of Heroes on the Water, Matagorda chapter. She is now our secretary. But Brian, tell, let's let's start from the genesis of how you heard about Heroes on the Water. Uh, you and JR showed up at the same time. I told the story. I'm like, hey guys, how are y'all? Like, uh, you know for the fellow for the other anglers for the non-heroes on the water people that come out there we don't want to be in their way during an event you know we want to try to keep all of our stuff on the side pay respect to other anglers so i actually thought you were not even there for heroes on the water i was just saying hi we're having an event here for heroes on the water and you're all are like yeah we're here for it i was like oh okay and we introduced ourselves and i was like how was y'all's commute here? and you and jr looked behind your shoulder at the house and you're like it wasn't bad we came from that house right there so how did you hear about heroes on the water let's start there and then we'll dive into uh what it means for you and why you became a volunteer yeah so first of all that was several years ago
5: so um (laughs) my memory does not stretch back that far with crystal clarity (laughs) um but you know it was at the time where we were getting more heavily into kayak fishing and spending more time in matagorda so we're immersing ourselves in You know the podcast culture and youtube and just taking in everything because that's what happens right when you take especially kayak fishing yeah you you touch it a little bit and then all of a sudden it completely sucks you in in. and
0: it's it's great for for now there's so many different resources for people who want to get into the sport as far as youtube podcasts, videos just facebook groups and everything else 15 years ago you just had to go and do it you just had to go and do it so it's it's great that other people have the opportunities to learn different stuff from social media that's some of the good stuff from social media as far as you know there's there's some stuff that's not great but that's one of the good things is is having that information out there for you
5: well and this is a particularly i mean we're now just completely off topic but this is a particularly supportive community yeah um I mean, kayak anglers as a whole yeah i mean there's there's butt heads in every group mm-hmm. but i mean overall there's just this attitude of hey we want to help one another yep. we want to have a good time together we want to enjoy the outdoors which it's nice those buttheads nice get
0: shunned pretty fast though yes so that's, <laughs> they, they, that's they another fish benefit. by themselves pretty quickly that's another benefit of social media well and, and you were talking about the buttheads one thing I think a lot of people love about kayak fishing is you can be as you know introverted or extroverted as you want to on a kayak. It can be a group activity or it can be an individual activity just with a couple paddle strokes. Like if you don't want to fish with the whole group and you want to kind of go off on your own, you can go off on your own with someone and, and get out there where you're not in a big group. or. You can have four guys sitting on a shoreline all together within talking distance of each other it's it's an individual group activity that that you can get
5: out and do and there's not very many things that you can get outdoors and do that with right well and for me i've done both because sometimes i just want to be out on the water i may not i'll take the fishing pole and not even throw Mm -hmm. anything in the water once and i'll just paddle for a while other times you know we'll go out four or five of us together and just have a good time we still may not actually get a lure in the water because we're cutting up so bad but yes you know it's
1: there's something in
5: it for everybody
1: yeah and and sometimes uh, as a chapter corner when i go out i mean i want to fish but sometimes i just get a whole lot more enjoyment from going from team to team and witnessing like maybe a relationship is building or maybe they're having a great conversation or maybe they're catching fish or, or Fish, or maybe they just say, "Hey, what branch did you serve? What branch did you serve?" And you just start talking about military service. So um, I think about half the time I go out there and fish, and the other half I just go socialize and hang out just to hear people's backgrounds because we love to hear their stories. I mean, it's a, it's a really good uh, thing that our particular launch spot in space. I really like it. It's very unique because you launch, and then you have a a canal or a channel that you go down for probably what. 10 20 minutes depending upon how fast you paddle that's a great chance to get to know as a fishing guide to know the veteran first responder or family member that you're taking out and kind of build that initial hey do you really want to slay the fish today we can try to do that are you kind of mediocre ho-hum don't really care to catch fish or you know just to get a good feel Uh, so i really like our situation in our launch uh The logistics of our launch and then that canal before it opens up to where people start fishing
5: yeah well it's a great icebreaker on the way out but it's also a great hot wash on the way back because you know it's a 20 minute paddle back to the launch once you're out of the bay and yeah you know you just kind of have time to check in and usually there's one or two other teams in fact I, i think one of my favorite memories or just you know one of the things that as they say lives rent free in my head is the time we took out it was like a father an older father and maybe five sons four mm-hmm. or five sons together mm-hmm. and the, i took them all out as a group but we got a picture of them coming back down that channel and they're all lined up in a row you know four or five brothers and dad yeah. out just on the water mm-hmm. and you know enjoying each other enjoying the event enjoying the environment and it was i mean
1: it's just a neat experience to be able
5: to be part of that
1: yeah and just to reiterate i don't think i've mentioned it once we've been on live for an hour and 45 minutes it's free free of charge our chapter our volunteers we gather all the resources to be able to take you the veteran first responder and your family members out kayak fishing for free you just show up with a fishing license and we try to do our best to take care of the rest to make you have an enjoyable experience on the water so uh, I was, it just hit me, like, where else would they experience that? Maybe if they go rent kayaks at a particular place, right? But that wouldn't be a veteran camaraderie environment. Ours is. So, yeah, but it's free, guys. If you're a veteran or first responder, look us up. There's 60 chapters in 30 states. Selfishly, we want you to come to the Matagorda chapter because, <laughs> uh, you know, we just we love taking you guys out, but every chapter feels that way as well. So it's not just us. They're all very special and all very amazing, and they all have amazing volunteers that just want to give back to you. So they, um, they don't all have brisket, Tim, though. They don't all have brisket, Tim. That is,
5: it's a unique, it's a unique <laughs> strength of this chapter. For it's sure. the food.
0: I mean, you can get a lot of food, just brings everybody together. I mean, fishing and food like, if I can catch redfish and eat brisket, I'll, I'm there every day.
5: Every day. Now, if the brisket's ready beforehand, you just take some of it with you, you don't even have to come back. That's, I like your thinking. Me me and you will get along. Brisket tacos in the
1: morning before or on the paddle out is perfect. So Camille Noel, uh, amazing lady who helps me anytime I need anything with Heroes on the Water. She's watching. And she said there's 53 chapters in 25 states. 53 of us. Wow. That's awesome. Uh, In 25 states. And like 47 of those are in Texas. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Maybe not quite that many. Uh, No. Um, But there are – I have seen, you know, like up in, I think, Connecticut, Ohio, maybe California, Colorado, uh, Florida. There's many different chapters in many different states, and, you know, it's not a we're saying that we're the best. We just love what we do, and we just love talking about it, Um, and we love trying to put our vets and first responders on the water just so they can have an enjoyable time. And thankfully, down in Texas, we're able to host more than just one or two events a year. We scheduled at the beginning of the year, we scheduled nine. First one got canceled in March because of like 25 mile an hour winds. Since then, all the way through August, we've had five consecutive um, events. And then our very next one is September 16th. So there are spots available for the uh, September 16th event. The The way we measure our spots is there's 15 kayaks in our chapter, 15 kayaks on the trailer. If we have 17 people sign up, we will find two other kayaks and make sure those individuals have a good time on the water. Um, But right now, our number is 15. So if you haven't signed up, please go to the Heroes on the Water Matagorda chapter event page. It's our our Facebook page, and then you can click on events, and you can see how to sign up there. So, Brian, anything else to add before we? Sure. So I will say I I am the occupational minority
5: in the chapter. Um, I am not a veteran. I've been a paramedic for a little over 20 years, uh, a law enforcement officer in Texas and friends with JR. So we kind of drug each other over to the launch that morning and mm-hmm. then we're left, it's kind of hard to get rid of us. Um, but if you are, <laughs> if you're not a veteran, um, you know, police, fire, EMS come out, Yeah, it, it is for one, it's just, it's just a good time. As Joey mentioned, it's free, which is also coincidentally my favorite price for anything um (laughs) but it is it is a great opportunity for some for some fellowship and an opportunity to be in community with like-minded people um you know we we probably don't touch on it as often but heroes on the water is a alternative therapy um not that we have therapists, but it's a, it's another way. It's an outlet for people to paddle, fish, heal, and the when when people struggle, the natural inclination is to isolate. Whether it's because of um, just depression, whether it's being ashamed, whatever the reason, um, we have a tendency as humans to to close in on ourselves. And we, in reality, the thing that helps the most is strong community, and that's one of the things that. We try to provide mm-hmm. at heroes on the water the other thing i would say is um, if you are interested in volunteering and you have never been on a kayak you have no interest in be on, being on a kayak you don't want to fish fantastic right so we there's a need for the folks who stay at the launch and run ground operations to help uh, get participants in the water take them off the water there's need for Uh, you know food prep because we always enjoy a good meal at the end of our events there's need for events like today even if you never come to it heroes on the water fishing event um, maybe you like to talk to people you like to fundraise you have business connections if you're interested in volunteering there is a spot for you in the chapter or wherever you are any chapter of course we'd love to have you in matagorda but it's not just fishing that makes this this run so if you have a skill that you want to contribute yeah please
1: we'd love to have you great point great point um i think that's one of the things that makes our particular chapter and heroes on the water in general so wonderful you don't have one person just running everything you've got many great minds coming together and and sometimes before we make decisions uh, as a chapter we send it out to each other. Everybody vet this idea. Is this going to make an, a better experience for our veterans and first responders? And then, all in unison in an agreement, we make that decision together. Uh, I really love that part of our chapter. I think we have a well-oiled machine here, um, and all I have to do is ask, and it immediately gets ha- it immediately gets done. So we fear your wrath. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a wrath. <laughs> um, those are some great points. Anything else, Brian? No, I think that's it. Brian's the thinker of the group. Uh, Very considerate, big heart, huge heart. Uh, Did you know that this October is our third year as a chapter? I also went back and looked at my Facebook messages
5: (laughs) um, because I'm sure at the end of 2020 and beginning of 2021, you were getting random text messages from people on the internet saying, hey, I saw your face
1: on my computer. Yeah, I'd like to know more about this thing that you're doing. Yeah. Here we are. Three years later. It's wonderful. And we just want to continue to make it better, right? It's not the, uh, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. We're always looking for ways to make our opportunities better. And that's one of the reasons that we're uh, here today. Um, Matagorda Outfitters has graciously decided to host this benefit for us uh, so we can achieve our goals of having not just 10 of the 15 kayaks being bonafide RS-117s, but all 15 being fide RS 117s because they're, they're stable. They're very stable for that veteran or first responder or family member when they get in there. And then also we were trying to acquire pedal kayaks for those individuals who attend as participants who maybe, uh, their shoulders or whatever, uh, prevents them really from being able to paddle. Well, we're trying to provide a, a venue for them to still get on the water and they can just do it, do so by pedaling. So those are some of the goals that we have for our chapter that we had set out to do in 2023. And I think by Matagorda Outfitters hosting this for us, that we're going to achieve that. So for everybody who has come out here today, to support Heroes on the Water Matagorda chapter at Matagorda Outfitters, thank you so much. There's still time to come out here. We're going to end things at four o'clock. So we got another hour and a half. Uh, So it's a good day. I love this. This is our second year doing this. It's so wonderful.
0: Well, and, and before we get off of here, won't you go through the prizes for this uh, benefit but i also wanted to say you said you know you're getting random messages from people isn't kayak fishing like really really funny where you can get a random message from some guy holding a fish on facebook and meet up at the launch and fish with them it's one of the only things where you just meet random people and then you guys just go do stuff like are there random people like hitting each other Hey, I see that you golf. Can we go golfing together? Like, I don't think that happens, but no. when it comes to kayak fishing and, and just fishing in general, it's like, hey, you could post on on a forum and just say, Hey, I'm gonna hit Christmas Bay this weekend. Anybody wanna go? And you can meet complete strangers and go out and fish together. It's the oddest thing to me, but it's also like one of the greatest things about the community. Oh, I know
5: I see them all the time. Hey, I'm gonna dump my kayak in a ditch next to this road if anybody wants to maybe three dudes there. Yeah, it's and like, there'll be three
0: people show up at you know it's dark outside and you're all rigging up your kayak together and you've never met none of them have ever met each other it's the sketchiest and coolest thing ever but yet you feel so safe yeah you, you feel you feel safe you're like well if he's got a kayak and he fishes he's got to be, be that bad yeah it, it
5: can't be that bad his beard looks awesome it's good yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're what's go- the risk we're
1: gonna get along well so so instead of hearing me run through these again drew do you want to do you want to run through these, or do you want me to go ahead and do it as well? Do it again. Oh, you can do it
0: again. Okay. I'll, let you, I'll let you do it.
1: Okay. As I'm running through these, uh, and I think after we run through these, we'll probably go ahead and end the live broadcast. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we'll go through these again.
0: You, you have, got to go kiss some babies and shake hands out there. You got to show <laughs> face. You are the face of the
1: Heroes on the Water, Matagorda chapter. Moving Just in. don't confuse the two. <laughs> that's, that's really bad PR. Shaking babies and... Okay. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Uh, These are the items that people have graciously donated, and we are so thankful to Matagorda Outfitters for hosting this benefit for Heroes on the Water, Matagorda Chapter, or Tactical, an AR-10. Mariner Sells, a new canoe Frontier 12 fishing kayak. David's Tackle Box out of Rosenberg, a custom fishing rod. It's red, white, and blue. I saw it. It's really cool. Bayou Boys, Po' Boys has donated a 50 $50 gift card to their restaurant. Hometown Metalworks and Matt Houston have donated a tech multiple fishing signs. I thought it was going to be one. There's like five out there, and they're really sweet. Uh, I really want the flounder. Yeah, who doesn't? Uh, Egret Bait's they have donated a whole box of fishing lures and soft pla- plastics. I want to say it's like a hundred and fifty dollar value just by looking at it. Uh, but as soon as I told them, hey, we're uh, Heroes or Matagorda Outfitters is hosting a benefit for us, and it's going to be this time frame. They didn't wait till then. They overnighted me a box, uh, which they're always good to us. Christy Taylor, our treasurer's wife. Super nice lady. She donated a decorative fishing wreath and a custom fleece knot throw blanket. And that is made out of the Astros logos, I believe. Uh, Let's see here. Black Eagle Knives. They donated a custom knife. Bayside Chick Matagorda donated a consuelo bag. And that thing is... I think that's
0: your favorite thing to say
1: today. It is.
0: The Consuela bag.
1: That's your favorite <laughs> thing to say. Coastal Steel and Dirt made a huge monetary donation. Thank you so, so much for that. Uh, Turner Rod Company, Drew, I think you know them. They donated a custom fishing rod with the Heroes on the Water theme. Yep. You heard of them?
0: I have. I have. I heard there's uh, the guy that makes the rods is very handsome.
1: Interesting.
5: I've heard the same. <laughs>
1: Uh, let's see here. A few more items to list here. South Texas Farm and Auto Supply. They were all in with an Echo Split Boom Weed Eater. It's an electric weed eater, chargeable battery. Uh, Chris Arsenault from PAC. He donated a $100 gift card. Onada Andahar uh, donated a Onata Fragrances candle, body wash, and hand-cut soap. Now, we actually have that here in the store. We didn't want it to melt, so we have that in the store. So it'll be preserved for anybody who gets that item. Orvis donated a one-hour fly casting lesson for two students. It's pretty cool. I think Orvis, that particular um, location, I think is in the Woodlands. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, And then a handful more items here. Shells to Scales Guide Service is donating a guided fishing trip in Matagorda. All you have to do is uh, purchase the bait and the gas, and they're going to take you out and put you on some fish. If you've checked out their Facebook page, you'll see that they're slaying fish every single day. Uh, I've been watching it for the last t- couple weeks, and I'm surprised how Peyton's able to do that every single time. Uh, Forever lasts. they have donated six wading belts, six G2 Pro float, net, uh, float nets, six snatch-em fish grips, and several fishing shirts. So we're going to break those down into six packages. You basically get a belt, a net, a grip, some grips, and you get a shirt. I think he enjoys actually saying snatch him more than I, th- I, th- I think, yeah. Well,
0: I don't know. He
5: said Consuela <laughs> like eight times today. <laughs> Consuela. There was a lot of enthusiasm, though. I'm not.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Vance at Line Cutters donated an Evolution Fishing large mouth uh, backpack. That thing is, number one, it looks really cool. And number two, it looks like it'd be very, very functional. And not only did he donate that bag, which I think retails for 140 $150, $150, he also donated a survival bracelet. Many of his different lines of line cutters. I think there's a ring. There's a uh, a flat mount that you can mount on something. And he donated a mossy oak fishing knife. Uh, fishing knife. Lance, thank you. Or Vance, thank, thank you so much for doing that. Our very own John Picker. Uh, he was on the water volunteer. He bought a pen slammer for spinning reel. He bought it on Amazon, shipped it to my house. I got it like next day because he's a prime member. So I got it next day. He said, here anything for veterans. I'll do that. I was like, thanks, John. And lastly, Tina with Bait Butler donated two geared up Bait Butler buckets, shirts, and hats. So we're ending the benefit today at four o'clock. Uh, if you haven't had a chance to get online and donate, please do so. I'll go ahead and put the uh, the link on how to donate uh, to get the raffle tickets. Uh, let's see, where is it at? Right here. Paddler's Playbook. Again, thanks to Thomas Davis and Matagorda Outfitters for hosting this benefit for Heroes on the Water. This is the second time we've done this. We did it exact same time last year, uh, and it was very successful last year. So, Last update I got was about 45 minutes ago. We had sold around 200 raffle tickets. Uh, not we as an organization, but Matagorda Outfitters had sold about 200 of the raffle tickets. So, We were halfway there about 45 minutes ago, so we'll see uh, if we meet our goal i'm excited i'm excited
0: to see somebody win that that the ar yeah i think i think somebody may be jumping out and going crazy with that well not going crazy with the ar yeah, let's but not, winning let's not AR. say crazy and winning the ar, AR. Okay. i just yeah. don't know
5: how i'm gonna tow that kayak home on my motorcycle
0: <laughs> well i have my truck i can take it up and hold it for you in in conroe for a while
1: <laughs> all right well are we ready to get out of here because i want to go hang out with the peeps downstairs let's and- go i'm ready for a burger i'm i'm getting hungry mm. Sounds good. I
5: heard a domino game's about to break out, so.
1: Oh, that must be JR Driven. (laughs) JR Driven. Okay, well, Brian, thanks so much uh, for all that you do for our chapter. My pleasure. Um, It's just a wonderful thing to be able to get uh, great people that are the volunteers matched up with great uh, veterans, first responders, and family members and get out on the water. So, all right, well. Drew, any last words you want to close us out with? No, man. I'm, I'm glad. This was
0: a fun little collaborative effort. We're going to do it again. This is this is the second annual that,
1: that we've done this podcast. Yeah. So it'll definitely be a third annual. Yep. So go check out the Paddler's Playbook podcast. Go check out the uh, Outdoor Chronicles podcast. You know, it's not about us. It's about that. The things that we're doing, the things that are fun that we just want to relay to you guys and let you all know how much fun there is to be had while kayak fishing or doing anything outdoors.
0: Yep. Get on that link uh, here pretty, pretty soon. We've got an hour and a half left in the benefit. Or make your way out to Matagorda Outfitters and come say
6: what's up. Yep. All right, guys. We'll check y'all later. Peace.